0: Ooh. 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 Fuck out of here, dog. Ooh, suck. Don't, don't try to jump me. Don't try to jump me. You got it. I ain't gonna wanna fight homies. You got it, girl.
1: Damn. Blow out. Wow. You
0: figure this is the best thing to do? That this is the best thing to do? I got plans I'm going away after, so for me, the reward is maybe worth a stretch. Well, the lane takes good care of you. You got plenty put away. You got T bonds, real estate. If I were you, I would be smart. I would cut loose of this.
1: <laughs> well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in.
0: fantasy football podcast yeah 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 it's machine it's fits for year number i have no idea i do this every year where i tell myself i'm gonna listen back
1: yeah i like I, last year i remember we did the same start and i was yeah. like i think it's six i think it's six or seven I think right? think it's seven this year i think yeah. yeah
0: yeah so year number seven uh we're here to help you win your fantasy football league Uh, leagues most likely hopefully some tournaments we'll see how how weird people are getting Um, I think the the pandemic radicalized some fantasy football users into uh, FFPC and other tournaments underdog and things like that I know it did for me Um, different fantasy websites too yeah absolutely stretching your legs out there Uh, got some more time need some hobbies some people got into trading cards some people got into whatever so many people got into trading cards <laughs> yeah exactly and I I just got more into fantasy football honestly and having a kid which you know was a good good use of time but yeah man happy to be doing this with you again uh I look forward to this every year it's super fun um I love it yeah, yeah and I think about it uh like you know I'm like okay yeah I think
1: last year I was like yeah I just prepared mainly for this and then I show up to the draft and I'm I don't need no. a sprint All I do is just look at you know look at the room or look at the draft chart. I don't have to do the research. It's already done.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't think people understand how um, how much of a cheat code it is to at least have people that you talk about fantasy opinions with on a regular basis that make you challenge your assumptions. Yes. And you have to you have to, okay, well that's an interesting counterpoint. Why am I is this just like the temperature that I'm, am I, am I a victim of like helium right now of this guy's just rising? What, what's his actual value? What's, what's, what am I, what do I really think he's going to do? And, you know, I talk to you a lot about it and do this each year. And I talk to Chuck a lot about it and a handful of other people uh, that I either, you know, I'm trying to trade with in leagues or whatever, but if you're doing that pretty consistently, at least like the month leading up to your big draft weekend or big draft weeks, Man, you're, the, the research is done for you. There's no cram. There's no cheat sheet needed. I can sit down and oh, tell me the format. Tell me my pick. I can sit down there and look at it, and I can probably do it without looking at anything at this point because I have those conversations, and people challenge my assumptions of this guy's going to be good, this guy isn't going to be good. Well, look at what he did with his last team. Like, I, I've, I've poked holes in everything.
1: You know, it's interesting you bring that up. Like, this is a rare situation for me. Like, we, you know, we're handing each you know, our playbooks over to mm-hmm. each other. You know, our draft is just in a few days from mm-hmm. the time of recording this. But uh, I've just noticed that I can kind of cut those conversations down because every time there's an opening in a league, I, I want that guy to be in the league, and I'm like, now I can't really, t- I don't really want to talk to that guy about fantasy football drafts before we draft because yep. I don't want to give away everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the hardest part for me. I, I have to find people that aren't in my league. So I'm like reaching out to Pete Tenney yeah. who lives in Seattle. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I don't ever see him or talk to him, but we, you know, like once every six months, but fantasy football season comes up. There's usually one or two questions that I'm like a little bit like unsure about. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't wrap my head around this player.
0: Yeah. And there's, I'm sure it's the same for like people that do this professionally or I know it is like if you really, really like a guy because of where he's going currently you have some influence on that. Thus, you don't talk about him too much. It's the Jamar Chase thing from last year. It's, I know this guy's really good, but I also don't want to create any, any steam underneath him where he starts rising up the boards and then I can't get him at the spot because there, there are certain spots in the draft where you really, really like a guy. And if you can get him there, it unlocks everything else. It makes the rest of it make sense. You can even stumble a little bit first five rounds as long as you can get that, that Dalton Schultz in the seventh or whatever your example is for this year, right? That just makes the roster make sense where people will look at it on paper after the draft you might even get your little stupid email from Yahoo like, <laughs> you got a C plus. 79. Yeah, but you look at it and you're like, I know this guy is going to be better than that. Oh, yeah. and he only And he was a seventh round
1: pick. They're the guys that you walk into the draft – and or if it's an auction, it's just like you're all you're thinking about is when should I call this guy's mm-hmm. name out? Or for you, it, you know, you get into that spot in the draft, when am I going to reach for this guy? Because yeah. I'm probably going to have. I don't want to wait on him. I'm not yeah. comfortable waiting on him. Yeah, uh, and it's going to drive me crazy when it's getting in that window. Mm-hmm. Do I do it?
0: Where he starts right when we start showing up on the queues for oh, everyone. My God, yeah. And you're just like, I'm comfortable taking this dude around early, like of where he's going because I think he's fifth-round pick worthy, and he's going 7-8. Or there's a whole other side of that coin that's, okay, this guy's going round three or four. I'm fine taking him late second. Yeah. Like, I can I can jump in there right now, and it I'll feel better than this dead spot that I've already identified of this five to seven guys that i just not really into. And that's where the rules really matter,
1: because, uh, I mean, every league that I play in, the rules are completely or slightly different. I'm mm-hmm. in a you know, six-point passing touchdown league. We're in a very, very standard Yahoo league, but we start. We have you know two flexes, mm-hmm. um, and then I have my you know we're favoring touchdown league. But like I know the quarterback running quarterbacks are very big in that league because mm-hmm. it's, it's not a lot of yards, but those yards add up. And you score a running touchdown, it means more. So the scoring you have to really like put that calculator in your head, mm-hmm. and there's paid sites where you can do that and it tells you, but it's really good exercises to do a mock draft, but they're still not going to spit exactly what you, what's going to happen. But you have to be like, okay, it, it, I know it makes sense to me. It may not be printed on paper that you know in your head that I need to go around earlier for mm-hmm. this guy. And don't worry about what other people think. No. When you call the guy's name out. Like Fox, mm-hmm. every year, I think it's Joa.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is Joa. It, Joa or his dad. They're yeah. both
1: in this league. There's. You guarantee one of them is going to reach for a running back about a round and a half earlier than yeah. his ADP. And it's kind of, it's every year. And yes. it, like, Reese Hall will probably
0: call out, yeah. I don't even know when they're picking, it. probably mid-second yes. this year. Yes. That'll who, happen. Did, who did they do last year? I can't remember. It was it was a rookie running back, I think. And it like, I don't know, it was one of those like, everybody be cool, this is a third round pick, right? <laughs> and it was like, 14th overall pick. Uh-huh. And they were like, yeah, give me that guy. I can't remember who it is now. I'm trying to look at the list and make sense of it. But, um, yeah, I, I not it's been, every year though. I think they think they did they were, I think it was AJ Dillon stuck out to me last year I remember I think in the Fox draft. That was like way too early for AJ Dillon. Um but yeah, there's there's dudes that you have to not say their name too much. <laughs> Don't speak it into existence cuz you want them to slide. I think we're late enough in draft season now and we, you know, the couple thousand people that listen to this aren't going to alter ADP and make him pop up on ESPN no. draft boards, but there are dudes that like in an auction, that's so interesting to me of like the timing of, which I'm in an auction that didn't happen the other night. It's going to happen a week from now because uh, some people had to, had some emergencies and stuff like that. But I was, I'm i sitting there thinking, I'm like, holy shit. Like I don't know when to, when it comes to me to nominate somebody, like do I just nominate the best player that I want to fade? Is that is that like it? Is that's, that the whole deal? Yeah, that's typically what okay. I do.
1: But there's also the strategy of the cold room theory where – it's you're the third you, you said you have you're the third guy to nominate a guy. Mm-hmm. People are still gun shy at spending money sometimes. Uh, yeah. You know, because they're like, well, there's plenty of other running backs. I can wait and, and get the guy I really want. Like you think about a guy that you is going. You, you, he should be five spots ahead in running back ADP than he's listed at. Those are the guys that you might be able to get a cold room on. But usually late, like after 10, 11 in, people start throwing money around. Mm-hmm. And it's and it happens for another 30 guys. And then there's a little zone in there where people are kind of out of the big guys, and they're just waiting because they're almost out of money, and they're waiting. Yeah, they just want dollar guys. Yeah.
0: They just start doing dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know how the the auction, what I'm doing, goes. I'm happy you're doing it, man. It's entirely online, which I don't love, but I didn't know it was an auction whenever I signed up for it, so we'll see how it goes. Well,
1: no, it's the coolest thing ever. and I, like I said every year, it's, it's, there's a reason that we haven't, I don't know any league that ever goes from a snake draft to an auction and then goes back to a snake draft. Right. It just doesn't happen because yep. you it's uh, Burger King versus McDonald's you get it your mm-hmm. way, right? You can yep. do you can look at all right, I have $200 and I can stack my roster. If I want a bunch of B players, I can do that. But mm-hmm. if you're drafting at, you know, number 6 this year like in a you know, regular standard snake draft You're hoping somebody falls to you. You Mm -hmm. can't plan to get anybody, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you know it's going to be around early. But like, I hate that. I just, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would who who would choose to do that? Yeah. And you can get these, you can get these websites where you can really speed up the auction. It doesn't have to take four hours. Yeah. Like we're doing one this Saturday uh, at a lake
0: house. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's like starting at noon, and we're gonna do it all day. It might even last till Sunday. Damn! So you can really get like when somebody's auctioneering, like you might be on the fifth guy. Yeah, and you're just you know you're the auctioneer. You're trying to get everybody in that room to spend another dollar uh-huh.
0: like, as much as you can. That's awesome. That's fun. That's, that's what it's. I mean, great. honestly, that's what it's all about. And that kind of, I don't know. For me, it. I guess my fantasy football enjoyment or like dipping my toes into it probably started from when the draft was like all day saturday when i was a little kid and i say little kid i'm like 20 uh and i would just i'd get pizza and all my friends would just sit there and watch like seven hours of the draft the draft yeah and then i was like oh i can do this but i can pick the players too and it takes like three hours like this is awesome (laughs) yeah like hell yeah so i look forward
1: to draft i mean it's like it's the season's not as exciting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the draft is the best part.
0: Yeah. there's. I've been doing, I, I've i probably diversified my exposure of what kind of leagues I'm in tenfold since the first time we did this. I mm-hmm. think I was probably in two or three leagues, probably Fox, Wildass, 5PPR League, and maybe one other one, right? Now, I mean, I don't even, there's these leagues that I don't even count because they're like best ball, where you draft them you don't touch them. Yeah. And I've already got like three or four of those that I've done. And then I've got probably four FFPC teams. Uh, and then Chuck and I are drafting a FFPC main event team. Uh, Say
1: that again, what that means.
0: Uh, FFPC is, I don't know what it's abbreviation for. I'm sorry, but, uh, it's like the big, it's like the big tournaments. Um, what is FFPC short for? I don't know. But if you go to my FFPC.com, it's just tournaments. It's like, $77 team. You can be redraft league, uh, dynasty league, um, best ball. You can do there's all formats. And there's people, there are drafts going off every freaking second. It's extremely popular. Do you run the team or is it just you set it and forget it? Uh for best ball, you just draft them and you go, right? Uh Dynasty, you run the team. Like I have five FFPC teams right now. Three seventy-seven dollar ones, one thirty-five dollar. It's a best ball tournament one and then a $250 team 12 and then, uh what 12 people in yeah tournaments are gone. yeah and they're different formats some of super flex some are not uh whatever your flavor is whatever ice cream you like they got it and then the main event is for like two million dollars and you got to spend you know a g or two to get an entry into that it you and chuck are doing yeah yeah and we have pick number seven it's a tight end premium it's the sharpest fucking people that do this shit on earth so it's so annoying. You Nothing ever slides. No one ever gets to you when they're not supposed to. It's just like we're at seven and we're hoping like Jamar Chase is still there or Kelsey. And you're no, nothing else is going to happen. Like you're not – nothing crazy is going to happen, right? Um, so it's, it's difficult. It's a very difficult. It challenges you in a way that – How long do you have to select? <sighs> A good question i've done some where they're like untimed and then i've done some that are like two minutes i think oh wow that is pressure i think for main events i need to look at the the rules um let me click on it real quick let's see a thousand dollar gram million dollar grand prize with over 5.91 million total prizes uh Damn. what's the timing where's the rules I can't remember honestly. Yeah, it's fine. Um
1: but 2 minutes to it, that would be just, you know, thinking about that. That's a different yeah. amount of pressure. Yeah, no There's it's not pressure when it's $150 on the line.
0: No. I mean, it, that's the thing, right? Like you just okay, I I think I know what I'm doing in this. I'm going to challenge it by putting money behind it. And then okay, I know what I'm doing with this. I'm going to put a substantial amount of money behind it, right? And you just kind of like scale up. I mean, that's gambling 101, I guess, but um So yeah, I do I do a handful of FFPC teams the main thing that people know about that FFPC is the main event because you can win a million bucks right Um, I do a handful of best ball ones that I've already done I have two or three dynasty teams now and now seven years into doing this as much as we do like standard normal redraft teams are the fewest leagues I do And you that's can, the most popular thing in fantasy football, right? Yeah, you just and you can
1: and then that's when you start kind of throwing other things against the wall. You're know, yeah. like, yeah, if if I don't win this league, that's fine, but I'm I'm gonna try a different yeah. way, have some exposure on different players and
0: Well, you get to a point where you can hedge yeah. and yep. get certain exposure types to guys you're really into, and maybe, you know, I don't have one a single share of Aaron Jones. It might be good to have Aaron Jones if he's the first running back for some reason. Yeah, live online drafts with 60 second timer. Damn.
1: Yeah. So you gotta shit together. You
0: gotta be on it. Yeah. Um what's so,
1: do you want to get to the philosophy of this year? And
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's completely format dependent, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but the overall things that I kind of have taken away thus far early, doing a lot of mocks, doing my two redrafts are um not done yet, so I'm probably least experienced in straight up normal redraft at this point, but I've been doing a lot of mocks and I listen to a podcast every day at least of fantasy football stuff. So I think the overall feel from me this year is there's going to be there's a lot, a lot of passing game uncertainty from either wide receivers, moving teams, head coaches moving teams, offensive coordinators moving teams. And so you have to define how you feel about each one. How do you feel about the Dolphins? How do you feel about A.J. Brown in Philadelphia? How do you feel about Patrick Mahomes not having a number one? Like you have to define these things. Patrick Mahomes sort of running a different kind yes. of offense. You yes, know? Having one, a, 100%. a new look. Right. Do you care that Brian Dayball is gone? In, in Buffalo, right? You have to... De- you Does have it matter f- that he's in New York? New York. Yeah. yeah. Do, does does he bring any magic there, right? So you have to define how you feel about these passing games right now. And to me, the way to... You can either make hard bets on, okay, Devontae Adams is still Devontae Adams, or things like that, like uh, Allen Robinson's not going to fuck up Cooper Cup, right? You have to make hard decisions on that, or... There are a lot of situations where you can avoid that uncertainty altogether. The yeah, guys don't that don't the guys that are super safe, mm-hmm. right? Like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, C.D. Lamb. Like there are a handful of guys that have zero question marks to me. That's why they're going. Yes. First or yeah. Front, and you, I mean, you, and, and you can go further down. Right. And you can pick up situations where quarterbacks the same. OCs the same option. One or two are the same. Head coach is the same. Right, there's always a couple subtle differences. Usually, O line is the that's the
1: one thing you have to look at and right. get to that here in a second.
0: Right, and it's it's, it's worked pretty well at the very very tip top end in the last two years with Cooper Cup getting Matt Stafford, and Stephon Diggs getting Josh Allen, and just basically getting out of Minnesota. So what is that this year? People assume it's like Devontae Adams. I'm going to say there's not one this year that it doesn't. It isn't a thing that's going to happen every year, right? Yeah. So you think about, okay, what changes in the passing games are you pushing your chips in on?
1: Yeah, Jefferson has a little bit of an interesting situation. Yeah, different think, head but, coach. Right? Yeah, and they're going to say he may be the Cooper Cup of the offense, which he's, yep. he's openly talked about. He's like, I can see how Cooper got all those yards last year. I'm mm-hmm. starting to see it. You know, mm-hmm. Now, will he actually run that all? I mean, you would think maybe it would be the Adam Thielen thing yep. or uh, K.J. Osborne thing. Mm-hmm. But the way Jefferson talks about it, that he may end up being in the same role because he got the same coordinator, yeah. Technically, uh, coming from the Rams, uh, dude. I mean, think yeah. of that.
0: Yeah, probably well,
1: probably a more talented receiver than Cooper Cup.
0: Right, and the ones, the one I, two situations that are probably most top of mind, or were most top of mind a couple of months ago, that I didn't even mention: Denver, Seattle. Yeah, those are completely different now. How does how do those shake out? Do you want to put hard money on Jerry Judy finally being Jerry Judy? Right. Do you want to put hard money on DK Metcalf being quarterback proof?
1: Yeah. Is is Tyler Lockett the same Tyler Lockett with, you know, crap quarterback? You know, or, right. And which of those two Denver receivers mm-hmm. is gonna be his boo? You yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. And same thing with Pittsburgh. Is Deontay Johnson gonna get force fed twelve targets, right? So you have to you either have to pick sides on all these things, and I'm fine picking on some of them. Like, A.J. Brown going to Philadelphia, I think I think Philadelphia traded for A.J. Brown because they want to throw the fuck out of the ball to A.J. Brown. I yeah, think I, that's what they want to do.
1: I have a hard time, though, buying in that he's going to catch enough touchdowns and be drafted where he's being drafted. That might Maybe. be we,
0: where we differ on. Maybe. But, I mean, I've seen this is the Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs kind of one to me that I'm like, okay, I don't know if that quarterback's necessarily – better than Ryan Tannehill but like they're best friends and think they traded for him to change their offense like to take the philosophy of what they used to do which is just run the fuck out of the ball and let the quarterback run it and don't let him do anything dumb and say buddy you need to graduate to to college level at some point here and getting you AJ Brown we're gonna give you every opportunity to fail
1: I can see what you're saying I still think it's still Jalen Hurts. He's not going to. That was not a. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Too that was a chair. Yeah, that was a chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't wasn't was my daughter crawling and just ripping farts? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but it, uh, I, AJ Brown to me uh, is a very polarizing one, and I, yeah. I keep hearing people talk about him. I was like kind of surprised that you said that, but I, and I remember you coming in here and you asked me about Stefan Diggs two years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, you asked me if I thought about him. I think I was like I don't really because I don't know if Josh Allen can throw him the ball like mm-hmm. he needs to be fed the ball I was like it sounded it felt like a demotion in terms of quarterback play but yeah at was, that time
0: it was it was Josh Allen yeah it was the perfect year it, yep. it was symmetry you know at that time it was a demotion there's no doubt about it and I talk to too many effing Sooners all the time y'all hate Jalen Hurts you and Chuck <laughs> dude he it, but him. you
1: talk to Alabama fans they'll tell you the same thing yeah
0: you know and there was
1: moments where he would make you know like he and CeeDee Lamb had moments together but yeah. I I just uh I I just see their offensive line is so good and they have so many running backs that they're just, and they have a running quarterback when they get in the red zone. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's just going to stop and start airing it out in the red zone. That's the main thing to me. I think A.J. Brown is going to have a decent season yardage wise. But another thing about A.J. Brown that terrifies me because I owned him last year and I got a really good deal on him in an auction and I just. That he has a knee problem. He's always hurt. Yeah, he has a knee problem, and he is always going to have this knee problem. It's mm-hmm. a career thing, and he's been dealing with it his whole career. Yeah, and he's been he knows how to deal with it, but I think last year it really started to catch up to him. Like he wasn't he wasn't out there as much. He wasn't as you know ninety five percent like he like he was he was not the same AJ Brown that he had been in mm-hmm. previous years, and I think it's a bit of a demotion in quarterback play um, and philosophy. I just. Look, I think he's a good. I think he's awesome. I love the talent. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're gonna throw the ball enough because Devontae Smith, I think could. I mean, this is going. We're going from year one to year two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could end up having more yards. I mean, there's a there is a world where Devontae Smith is a better fantasy pick this year than AJ Brown.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm gonna bet on when the guys on the field. I think he is top ten points per game at the wide receiver position. And I've gotten to the point where, and maybe it's because i listen to way too many people that do tournaments and they have this tournament mentality of like, if I'm not winning it, who fucking cares? You know, where they'll take CMC number one and then back it up with Saquon. Just risky as shit points per game, guys. They're going for broke. Like, yeah, you're going for broke. And maybe they've sold me on that too much where I'm like, that's fine. I don't give a shit about his knee problem as long as he does AJ Brown shit whenever he's on the field and has eighteen points per game. So that's kind of where I like I'm leaning towards more go for broke because I do have so many teams now where I'm like, okay, if that one didn't work out, it's okay. Like I have other teams that don't have AJ Brown and have the exact opposite build where it's fine. So it's almost like how how invested and how diversified you are across all your teams. But I think I mean you every go ahead every league you're in, there's a guy that had A.J. Brown in his breakout year, and there's a guy that had A.J. Brown last year and probably the year before, I think, whenever he was also hurt. Two people in your league are not going not to take A.J. Brown. Yeah. So he's going to slide a little bit further because of this correlation of injury. I got burned by this guy, and so he's going to slide probably about six picks down from where I think he's probably proper value. And that's the kind of guy I'm kind of in on this year. He's second round, uh, second pick, third round this year.
1: And that, that to me, great. and there's like, it's right after Mike Evans. This is a fantasy football calculator. Right after Mike mm-hmm.
0: Evans and Tyree Kill, before Debo, mm-hmm. before Keenan Allen. People are really worried about Debo, man. And I guess, I don't know. I think I think they're... They want to see him do it again. That's well, yeah. It. And I think they're like hedging the wrong way. Trade Lance. Yeah. It's just like... I think they, they're reading it right, going, okay, the 49ers can't hand him the ball as often as they did last year. Ayuk was bad for, like, six games. Kittle missed time. Where's it all going? Lance can't be the frickin' trigger man the way <laughs> – it sounds insane – the way Jimmy G-, G was. But I think they're taking – I think they're shorting the wrong end. I'm like, I don't know how many touches Kittle's getting. Like, I think is still going to get 150 touches. They're going to – Hey, I mean, they signed him to a contract,
1: yes. and they gave him incentives yes. to run the football. Yeah. after he kind of whispered complaints. about Yeah, it. he was like,
0: "I don't want to do that shit. That that, that hurts. Yeah, but <laughs> like that he, sucks." But then he's like,
1: "Yeah, I'm, I'm cool yeah, with that." No, you're gonna pay me to do it. I'll do it. That's <laughs> yeah. fine.
0: So yeah, there's and when we get when we get to wide receivers, like I'll narrow down like my classifications of okay, this guy's worth first two rounds. And it's it's pretty so it's like 150 targets or 150 touches in Debo's case. There's only so many guys that are doing that, right? You go to his game log. I mean, it's unreal, dude. and I've never
1: seen a game log like it. You will yeah. never see a game log like that no. again. You like it cut the season in half. Yes, first half of the season, people would talk about as all his running yardage, and he you can't repeat that.
0: Mm-hmm. Look what he did as a receiver. Yes, dude, like 20 yards per reception. Like yeah. they just couldn't tackle him every. Like he after had two he cut games the ball. over
1: 160. Yeah. And, oh my god. Yeah,
0: there's a couple of game logs from last year that are like what the fuck am I looking at? Amon Ross St. Brown is another one where like last five weeks, I think like 12 balls. Yeah. Like every game, every game, he was the number one win rate on FFPC. And you had to sit through 10 weeks of just fucking nothingness of him being trash. And then he just lit the world on fire and won you your league. And that was the, one of the conversations we
1: had last year, like which one of these lines wide receivers is going to pop. And he was, I think he was the guy that I had odds on favorite, but, but anybody that owned him for a couple of weeks dropped him probably. Yeah. And the oh, wait yeah. to find out what's going to happen with the rest of the receivers. And then all of a sudden, the guy who I thought was the best in the preseason was him. I mean, he looked really impressive. You watched mm-hmm. the game, you're like, okay, he really jumped off the page. And then there's other naysayers who even saw what he did last year and like, well, but those targets are too short. Like, Mm -hmm. is that repeatable to get those numbers again? That's just a gimmick and a dump off. And, you know, there's going to be, you know, Hawkins and all these guys are going to be healthy again. But I'm sorry, dude, if you're that talented and that's how you're getting your numbers, eat. (laughs) Go go eat however you want to. We're going to move the football.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, that's a situation where, like, yeah, they drafted Jamison Williams, but almost nothing else has changed.
1: And he's not healthy anyway.
0: Yeah, nothing. Yeah, exactly. He's out. I I don't know if he landed on pup. I believe he did, but he's not ready for week one. I know that. No, 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 no. no. I mean, torn ACL in the championship game, right? Or the semifinal. Was it championship game? I think it was championship game. Yeah, it was late. Yeah. So nothing has changed in that passing game besides them adding DJ Chark. And if you're scared off of somebody because of DJ Chark, like, and he's going going relatively late. Like, there's enough uncertainty where it, like, kind of is wobbly uh, to me, and I don't end up with a lot of him, but also, like, People are doing the same shit with like Elijah Mitchell or uh, Elijah Moore. Oh, yeah. He had the crazy end. He was the second highest win rate at FFPC. Yeah, he had the Crazy end there. of the season. And that's, I guess that's, uh, that's something that we need to take into account. This year, one of the bigger lessons for me is that in tournaments, in best ball, and this can even apply to redraft and any format of redraft, you have to have like three rookies on your bench. You have to, if you, if you're really trying to win this league, if you're planning to win this league and be in the playoffs, you need a couple rookies down there that you got super late, ninth, 10th plus rounds. You're willing to hold on to that. You need to sit on till week 10 when they either get the job or they learn how to play football the right way, get healthy, get healthy. And they are going to win your league. That's, that's what, the two highest win rates last year, Amon Ross and Brown, and Elijah Moore. Rookie wide receivers that did dog shit for two months. Basically free. Yes, absolutely free, absolutely free. So that's how you win late if you have those guys. If you had the balls to take them and sit on them. Right. Yeah,
1: another one. that wasn't a rookie. It was <laughs> Devin Singletary.
0: Yeah, he went off. He went off. He I think he had a, he had four or five straight RB one mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. There's those guys too, like just offenses that are going to take off, offenses that are going to gel. And his was just, I don't even understand his. His is hard to explain. Some of them are hard, really hard to explain.
1: Yeah, that's straight up luck. If you're, yeah. if you had him, nobody's, nobody. If anybody came out of that and said, I knew, it, I knew he was going to do that. Right.
0: Well, you're not starting him the first two weeks. He does been that. Talking
1: about it for two and a half years. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So is everybody. <laughs> it's just, it's just the zero RB people. Yeah. That didn't take a running back until like round six or seven. That were that had to start Devin Singletary and somehow fought through and were like, you know, nine and seven and got into the playoffs or whatever. And then I've got Devin Singletary in my lineup and like, oh, just by happenstance, he pops off for a month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a whole lot of strategy behind. <laughs> like, um, I want to
1: before we get to the O line, I want to. Mm-hmm. You mentioned talking strategy, uh, and yeah. Just in general, like, how do you like? What's your landscape and how do you approach? uh are you going running back, running back again in most of your leagues if you're drafting, let's say, mid-first? Are you popping one of those receivers? Um, I, know, I'm, I know what I'm doing this year. It's, it, it's, it's weird you, you, you know, when you, you know, close your eyes, you wake up, and you start looking at fantasy football and the landscape, and you're trying to wrap your head around it. and You're like, oh, this might be the year where I'm going to go wide receiver, wide receiver. And then you start counting, and you do more mock drafts. And every single fucking year, it's just like clockwork. About a week and a half into it, I'm like, Yeah, I'm just gonna go running back <laughs> running back again, most likely. Yeah. I'm not I can't get out of the first yeah. three rounds without at least two running backs. Yeah. I don't see me doing that or you know, unless you get a Kelsey late in the, in the second, obviously. Right. But
0: I mean it depends the format for me at this point. Yeah. Um I'll say standard just for the generic yeah. fan. If you go standard, like if it's no there's no PPR, if you're not getting a points for reception or first down, like I will probably take as many running backs straight as I can start yeah and my task after that like I can you can say that and a junior high kid can go and do that it's about who you pick it's about (laughs) who you're taking in that third and fourth round
1: if it's a two running back league which I have one of those Mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of committed to one stud running back if it's like a three wide receiver deal you Mm -hmm. know like at that one of my leagues it's two running backs three wide receivers well then you know you got to fill the wide receivers Mm that's a different because there's you know, the top-end wide receivers are, to me, there's only five of them. Yeah. You know? Yep. Really four. But, like, mm-hmm. I consider CD sort of in that. You now The Tyron injury yeah. might affect that a little bit. But I'm still committed, uh, you know, in that situation to really edging the wide receiver. But when you have, like you said, three, potentially, like, Fox League, four mm-hmm. running back spots, that shit dries up real freaking fast. I mean, do, yeah. do you want to have your choices of... I'm just going to look at the seventh round, eighth round. If you're like waiting on running back, like Devin Singletary, Chase Edmonds, Clyde, uh, Ronald Jones. (laughs)
0: Ronald 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 Jones is still in the
1: seventh round. He is in the back end. He's the last pick of the eighth round. Yikes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's dudes in there that I'm just not touching no matter what, right? Yeah. But I am, I think there's, I think running back is deeper. I'll say that. I think think it's deeper through about 25 than it has been in -hmm. the past. I agree with that. Um, The thing is, is we've gotten to this point of modern football where you're either splitting a backfield or there's a specialty third down back. And if you're not, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, maybe Saquon – you are not getting – and we'll see what happens with Najee this year. Um, He's not splitting shit, dude. Yeah.
1: He didn't last year.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't, but he also is not going to get 90 targets, I don't think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever it was. Um, there's only a handful of running backs that you can look at and go getting early downs, getting third downs, getting utilized in the passing game. And you can say, I have to have those guys, or you can say, well – 10 through 24 kind of look the same, and they're like, really? I like them a lot of them. And, you, and realistically, you can only get so many of these guys. Like, that's the thing. You don't get to auction and take as many as you want in most drafts. You yeah. know what I mean? So if I have this 7-6 pick or something, and I'm like, Dalvin, I think Dalvin Cook's going to be healthy. I think Minnesota's going to be really good. Give me Dalvin Cook. Well, you're automatically out of the running for DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Najee, Alvin Kamara. You yeah. can't have them. Yeah, you're screwed. You cannot have That's them. That's why snake draft suck, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so your decisions get made for you a lot of the time, and you have to decide when, okay, am I going to double down, double tap running back, and take a guy, take an Aaron Jones, take a Travis Etienne, take a Nick Chubb, who I know has major question marks. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, right. And we can talk about Lenny in a little bit because I – I really like his handcuffs. So I'm like, guys that I really like their handcuff and I know I can get without anybody noticing. Free. That almost like lets me want to take them more because then I know I own a backfield. If he pulls a hammy. Yeah. And Lenny's yeah, like 400 pounds right now. So I'm like, he's going to get hurt. So if I can sneak Rashad White through somehow, like that seems like a good bet. Mm-hmm. Um But I think running back is deeper than it has been. At least... Because, I, I mean, you get further down into it, and yes, these guys have question marks, but it's not like two to three question marks on James Conner, Cam Akers, Zeke, Montgomery, Elijah Mitchell, J.K. Dobbins. Is
1: Antonio Gibson apparently still going to the third round here? No, that's oh not God. happening.
0: That needs to be updated. Yeah, it does. He's, his job is about to get taken, he which is. some people are like, fuck that guy, never touching him. I'm like, if everybody wants to fade Antonio Gibson... He's taking like, field. I'll take him like six seven of the round. Well, and he's also returning kicks. If you get credit for that, he's just going to be their airback and maybe I mean get him some
1: rushes. It, the problem is they still they they made a really strong effort to keep, get JD to keep JD McKissick. because yeah. the Bills yeah. wanted him. He's hurt though, I think. Yeah, right he's gonna. He, I mean, he's going to be playing this year. Yeah. Now I don't know if he's hundred percent, but yeah. It, my point is, there's it's a very crowded room. Yeah. And I don't really think that offense is going to be very good. But
0: no, they're one of like the. I don't know. I'm not touching any of the receivers in Washington. I'll maybe fuck right. with Brian Robinson if yeah. I got to later and if everyone points at Antonio Gibson's corpse and says dead and lets him float around to like seventh round. Is he becoming a fantasy zombie? He is. He is, dude. He's that happened overnight. It, that was so quick. Yeah, that was so quick, dude. It was like one weekend. He fumbled the ball mm-hmm. in the preseason. I was watching this live. And this or, could be a huge. Or, this could be a humongous overreaction. I know. He this re- is entirely. Yeah.
1: He well, he had a fumbling problem last year. Yeah. He also had numerous injury problems, but you weren't sure if he was being pulled because he just fumbled the game away. Yeah. Or if he had an injury problem, he had a shin deal that he was um, having to mess with last year, but uh, he did have a fumbling problem, and I think it was the second carry of the preseason, fumbled it. Other team picks it up. Three plays later, they're in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And the ones come back on the field. And guess who's playing running back? Not Antonio Gibson. It was yeah. Brian Robinson. And he ends up scoring a touchdown on the drive. Yeah. Ones go out, twos go out. Or twos go. Yeah, ones come off the field, twos go out on the field, and guess who's the running back with the twos? Antonio Gibson. Yeah. He literally got demoted <laughs> in game, a preseason game. Yeah. And then the next game. He's returning kickoffs and Brian Robinson starting with the ones. Yeah. You're like, fuck. Yeah. It's it's it could every, be
0: real. every mixture of narrative too of like your priors, Alabama running back, that probably isn't super special in any way, but
1: he's an Alabama running back. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ground, you know, just go down the list. You know, Damian Harris, yeah. uh, Najee, uh, Derrick Henry, where you just to see the helmet and you're <laughs> like, that guy's gonna be good in the NFL. At the running back position. Trent Richardson. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The best. And then you, so you Alabama running back, who nobody quite gets how he's good, but he's good. And then Antonio Gibson didn't play running back in college. And so people already want to write him off as a failed, you know, experiment or failed pick. And so it's all these narratives, the perfect (laughs) narrative street intersection is happening right now, and people are pretending like Antonio Gibson's dead. And I'm like, man, I don't know if he gets 10 rushes a game, but is there air back? A lot of it, like, that's a pretty cool role. Like, how's that that much different than Aaron Jones? Except Aaron Jones has been really good at it for a long time. Well, and he plays with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Like, you got to start getting the 10 carries and – five to six targets a game at some point in your career. Otherwise, you'd never have done it before. And so it's like, that's kind of how Aaron Jones started. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was him and Jamal Williams. and Keep an eye on it, for sure. But again, like I, when I said earlier, if J.D. McKissick
1: is fine, yeah, that is a
0: problem. Yeah. No, If more than likely, I'm not touching anything except if Brian Robinson's there in, like, the eighth or ninth.
1: Yeah, because he's probably getting the goal line touches. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. If I get into the offensive line stuff. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so every year we do this, I, I always, you know, do a, a combine. there's three, uh, sites that I, uh, uh, look at their top, you know, ranked offensive lines from one to 32, put them in a blender and we get a consensus list. So the the first thing I like to do is go back and look at who are those top five offensive lines, who are the bottom five offensive lines, how many top 10, Fantasy points per game players came from both the top and bottom five lists.
0: And this is this is a great exercise, and you can almost do this for every position of some some kind of classification. Offensive lines are super important for running back. Yeah, if you want to look at Vegas points per game for wide receivers or quarterbacks or whatever, there's a way there's a way to limit your list of draftable offenses to about twenty. Makes the work a lot easier for you.
1: And he said Vegas
0: playoff teams, too. Go mm-hmm. look at the bottom you know,
1: 10 from last year. I think there was one playoff team from this list. Uh, so the top five, um, from the top five list of offensive lines, here are the guys, the running backs, that made the top 10 in fantasy points per game last year. Uh, Nick Chubb, uh, he was sixth. Alvin Kamara, he was fifth. Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. First. Damian Harris, 10th. Leonard Fournette, 8th. Mm-hmm. Now this is uh, at least 10 games played. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bottom five that made this list, and usually nobody makes this list from the bottom five offensive lines. Last year we had one. Nagy. Yes, Najee finished seventh, but it took him the most snaps in the NFL, the highest snap percentage of his of his team snaps, tied for number one in running back targets, and he had the most touches in the league, Average and total for the year. Minimum 10 games, like I said. So that's what it took for one of those guys in these bottom five offensive lines to crack the top 74 receptions. That's so insane, man. An insane amount of targets. So uh, I'll list – you're welcome to guess, but I'll, I'll actually extend it to seven because there's a couple since this list started that I've, I've dropped out of the top five because okay. of injuries that have happened. Yeah, the and,
0: and the Bucks. I think, lost some guys and yes. just lost their center, right? So they're probably out. Yep, they were number two on this list. Yep, Bucks are out. Um, Colts are still in. They are not. Oh, what not happened to the Colts? List? Did they lose somebody? I think they're
1: worried about Quentin. Really? Three, Is he hurt? Yeah, three. I think he had three Oh, yeah. yeah, he had
0: some pretty big injuries, didn't he? But uh, they could be
1: definitely be back on this list next year. I mean, yeah. They're going to be good.
0: Lions are up there.
1: Yeah, they would be in this list.
0: Okay. They're uh, in this list anyway. Okay. Um,
1: I think you probably know who number one is. I bet you can think about it. They were unanimous. I think it was the first time ever that we've had a, a unanimous offensive line uh, at number one. Why am I not? Oh, is it, it's not, is it the
0: Browns? Nope, but they're in the list. They're, they're in number the list. Three. Uh, man, why am I blanking on the offensive line? Uh, 49ers? You want to know? Are they up there? Yeah, you know, I'm going to feel like an idiot. Philly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. They had a bunch
1: of injuries in, uh, last year, That's, yeah. but they still ranked fourth by uh, PFF. Yeah. So, yeah, Tampa, just jump into them real quick. They were number two on this list. They lost two guys. They plugged the holes in the free agency in the draft. They traded for Shaq Mason. He was mm-hmm. number four uh, PFF guard in 21. Uh, Tristan Wirth still there, right tackle. But the problem is that they had two noteworthy injuries. Ryan Jensen mm-hmm. who's like a 76-run blocker, mm-hmm. and Aaron Stinney. Uh, Stinney is, I believe, out for the year. I saw that correctly
0: yeah and Jensen might be too they're trying to like soft play it yeah staple his leg together or something yeah
1: and and, I mean Stenny's not very good actually but that just tells you just yeah how bad they are at that that spot so it's better than the unknown that drops them off um, which is you know not good news for a guy like Fernet but again they're not gonna be the worst offensive line they're probably gonna be top 10 in there somewhere maybe a a middling like a 15 or something at worst. but Cleveland that you nailed that one they're on this list they've been here the last three years uh, nope. Their center is out for the year, but he was their only new starter. And the guy that um, Ian, Ethan Pochich, I think it is, P-O-C-I-C, he takes over. It's not a huge drop-off. It really shouldn't affect their line very much unless they, again, if he gets hurt. But uh, Did the guy just
0: retire or was he already like kind of his way up? J.C. Tredder just retired. I don't know if he was he in didn't, this list. or He didn't affect their uh, offensive line play, so I didn't even make a note of that. Okay, he's probably back up then.
1: Yeah, uh and then so number 4 on this list was Dallas, but Tyron having his torn hamstring, I they just can't I can't put them on here as a yeah. top, as a top five list.
0: Um Yeah, they're going to put the rookie at Yeah, left tackle, aren't they?
1: And hey, man, if he ends up being great, which you know, they've actually done a pretty damn good job of yeah. of, of you know, getting these guys to really adapt quickly.
0: I think they'll be fine. I don't think they're going to be like a weapon. You know what I mean? Like I think they're just going to be like 12th Perfectly fine.
1: They end up on this list every year. I'm like, wow.
0: Yeah. Again, this was done before the Tyron injury, which well, like
1: just happened, like came out today, I think. Zach Martin,
0: least. like just throws everybody on his back. <laughs> it was like, ah, yeah, me alone. I'm like the 17th best offensive line. <laughs> y'all, if y'all just do fucking anything. Just one body. Yeah. If y'all just fucking do one thing. Detroit, I mean, yeah. you know, they've been climbing up this list. Uh, Ramcheck, Penesal. It like. just sucks that
1: they're on hard knocks this year. Because I was like, this is yeah. the year that you're gonna. I'm just going to ride you know? yeah. them. There are, there are ways to win fantasy championships this year with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, uh, number six would certainly be moved up. And a lot of people had them in their top five. Kansas City. Same starting five, yeah, uh, including two guys that were rookies last year. And They always mm-hmm. say the big step is from year one to year two. Creed Humphrey. That one guard was awesome, Trey Smith. Yeah, Trey yes. Smith was awesome. Trey Smith and then Creed Humphrey yeah. who was the who was PFS number one center overall. That's a crazy, fucking rookie.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, he
1: was. That was a savant coming out of
0: Oklahoma, and everybody knew that he was going to be. People need to stop sleeping on the Chiefs' offense. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. I get it. Tyreek Hill's gone, but dude, they're gonna do whatever they want. There's a reason they traded Tyreek Hill, yeah, because they're not... They're, they
1: can do it. It may start running the ball, actually, a little more. Yeah. But they have a stable, it looks like. They're trying to build one anyway. Uh, and then, so, also sliding into
0: this list, uh, New England. Mm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, and, and they, they were in it last year. And like I said, yeah. they 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 popped a, a top 10 running back. And, you know, so Well, we,
0: that was because he had, like, a couple three-touchdown games, I think, right? Damien, yeah, Damien had, had... 15 total, though. Yeah, that's insane.
1: It is insane, but I think... I mean, I'm not saying 15 is going to repeat, but easily double digits this year are in play. I think so, unless... Unless Ramondre. Yeah. But they're going to work them both in. Yeah. And Mac Mac Jones, year two, they're often just going to be a little better.
0: Yeah, I I would think so. They just look like ass from everything I've read about the Patriots. And, like, they've just, like, in freaking mixed practices, like, look just straight cheeks. Like, just... They just fucking suck. They're not good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but that happens a lot. Like... Yeah. It, I'm not too worried
0: about what I'm seeing yet preseason. Cause no, I don't pay attention to much preseason stuff, and it's probably better for you, because last year you were probably fading like Jamar Chase and shit like that, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, people are kidding. fading the shit out of Traylon Burks this year, and I'm just like, yes, we yes. Faded,
1: we faded Justin Jefferson, because Keep he, was, he was behind yeah. the, that one, I forget the guy's name, BZ or whatever his name is, and yeah. went, like first two games, he was, oh, he's really not adapting very well, and then he ended up you know, having I think it was rookie of the year. Yeah. Um and if you want to really play this game, sliding three of those teams out and then you slide in the LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. up eleven spots from last year. Wow. That's a big jump. Yes. Uh so those are those teams that you think about those teams and the players that are on them. Um even the, even the t- you know those lines that are those guys are dropping, they're still going to be good offensive lines. Uh, yeah, this is
0: the do the due draft running back list. Yeah. According I, to O line Yes, I'll
1: round out the top ten: Green Bay, L.A. Rams, Bakhtiari. Yeah, who knows? Who fucking knows? Yeah, that could be a problem, but he's he's injured. But they're still gonna be good. Uh, all right, and we're getting to the warm zone or the bad zone. Like twenty three, Jacksonville, twenty four, New Orleans. I mean, that's a huge surprise because they're always top five. Yeah, like every fucking year, they're Mm -hmm. top five. Houston, no surprise. Arizona, Atlanta. Now we're getting at twenty eight. Now this is the don't
0: list. Yeah, I know who's already coming up down here. Uh, yeah, I'm it's sure you do. Pittsburgh's gonna, gonna be down there. Tennessee's gonna be down there. Chicago's gonna be down there.
1: Yes, that is correct. And uh, I'll round out. So starting at 28, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. tied for 29th, Tennessee and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, we're about to put this shit to the test. Because yes, Derrick Henry, Derek Henry, like. My seven and eight running back mm-hmm. are on dog shit offensive line teams.
1: I have one of them. I mean, everybody has Derrick Henry. But yeah. I, this, this is for you people out there that are have the number two pick mm-hmm. or the three pick and you're thinking about taking Derrick Henry. Just fucking beware. Yeah. I know it's Derrick Henry. Yeah. And I know he's healthy coming off that foot. Mm-hmm. And the doctors say he's fine and it's not going to affect him going forward. But listen, they just lost their best receiver. Mm-hmm. The best two receivers, and they have the same average quarterback thrown to those guys, and now they have a shit offensive line, and the receiver they traded for is coming off a torn ACL, and they have a rookie who's yeah. slow to adapt. Yeah. So good luck Yeah. just handing the ball off to Derrick Henry when they're not giving a fuck about anything else. Yeah. The defenses know that's coming and they can't block, I'm sorry— Derek Henry's great when he's got the best offensive line in the league, mm-hmm. and he's had that most of his career or top five. Like, think last year they dipped to fourteen. He was still really good, but he didn't. He had a better passing game surrounding him. Yeah. So this is going to be put to the test. Like I said, Pittsburgh. Uh, I we we had a little bit of a back and forth last year with Najee. Mm-hmm. You were just like, yeah, this offensive line is so bad, and I'm like, yes. There there is one caveat to that: if the guy gets an insane amount of touches, which he was. It, you mm-hmm. know the projections were were right last year. He ended up. I was like, yeah, at some point volume does matter. Yeah. And again, it's going to be put to the test this year. And then, uh, to no surprise, Seattle is on yeah. this list. <clears throat>
0: Two rookies at tackle, I think.
1: Yeah, and they're like uh they're they're
0: pass blocking guys, you know, coming out of yeah. the fucking Mississippi State and yeah yeah Charles Cross, I think, who's actually played fine. I don't think he's the problem. I think it's a lot of the rest of it, like. They're a year away from having like an okay offensive line.
1: Yeah. And, and again, they're block they're, you know, they're coming out of a college offense, Mike Leach offense. And that that's the way Pete Carroll likes to run the ball. Maybe this is their way of getting rid of Pete Carroll. Dude,
0: I don't, I can't explain what the fuck they're doing with anything. <laughs> I like, no, it makes no goddamn sense. And I'm going to be so pissed if they're like halfway good. They're just going to waste DJ. <laughs> so so annoying. Uh, gonna be so annoying. Yeah,
1: so I, I mean, that's one of those teams that like, unless it's like super late, later than D- DK should be going, yeah. I am probably not drafting anybody off that team. We're yeah, already looking at
0: it. I have, some, I have some affinity for Rashad Penny. Just like I said, the push the chips in. Let's just pretend he's going to be healthy. What now? What now with Rashad Penny? Let's just say he plays fourteen games. He's going to fuck people up. Like, he had some crazy games last year.
1: He did, and he's also got his job being
0: threatened right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, yeah. Might, he might play like he's never played before.
1: That's why he's a super, he could be a super value pick. Like, he could be, yeah. I think, I'm on the eighth round. He might yeah. be slipping pretty far. Yeah. Uh, and then I think he's, like, everybody's, they were almost unanimous,
0: was the Chicago Bears. That sucks for David Montgomery and Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney. Like, all those dudes that are, like, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, they're just like, catch me when I'm falling at that position type guys. Like Yeah. (laughs) Mooney's the last guy you probably want as like a number two. Fields is like, oh shit, I forgot to draft quarterback. And then Montgomery's like, I mean the oh, what is he doing in the fifth round? Like, this is
1: crazy. Who's taking attention away from Darnell Moody? Like, you don't have Robinson back there now. Cole
0: Komet. Yeah. And he's gonna get a shit ton of targets this year. Yeah, he's that's the thing. They're, they still have to play full football games. <laughs> yeah, somebody like has to
1: be catching something.
0: That's the thing. Like Even as bad as like we've seen it with the Jaguars for a handful of years where you're just like, I don't want to touch shit on this team, but they're going to be so bad, and they still have to play 48 minutes of football each Sunday and run offensive plays. These are pro football players. Yeah. They're going to have to do something at some point. And some teams are just, you know, are bad enough to where it all gets spread around and there's no nuclear talent and it just doesn't matter. But, I mean, if you call it right, you are different, unique build than anybody else. And you have Darnell Mooney as your three and you're fucking laughing. Or you have Justin Fields as your starting quarterback and you got him in the 12th. Yeah. And he's rushing for 75 yards a game and just killing people even though his team is dog shit and he's throwing three interceptions he's throwing for 250 and running for 100 and it's like i don't care i don't care <laughs> it's like a video game yeah exactly that's what we're playing fantasy football we're not playing real football i did want to add uh, a note on on the bears they
1: actually did like try to shore up their line since this list came out they signed <laughs> riley reef just Ryf didn't always fuck that up uh former first round pick and then mm-hmm. a long time starter in the nfl and then uh, veteran uh, Michael Schofield, and they each got a PFF grade of sixty-seven. So not terrible, right? I mean, it's passable for for sure in the NFL. Um, they may not be the last, you know. If you do the math on that, they're probably like the thirtieth, mm-hmm. really, realistically. And you could probably just pencil in Seattle for the the overall worst offensive line. Yeah. But again, yeah, you know, remember those names. And one of the I wanted to make note. I did say uh, those teams that were creeping towards the bottom. Was New Orleans?
0: Yeah, because Taron Armstead went to Miami, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, we're talking Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. we're talking Michael Thomas. We're talking the guy coming off corner ACL and uh, James Winston. Uh, if you're really super excited about you know Kamara not having to serve jail time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or be suspended, and um, a lot your expectations a little bit. Yeah, uh, they should. They have it. Seems like a at least a star-studded receiving core. Yeah, but old Jarvis, yeah, banged up. Yeah. Uh you know what's funny, Michael Thomas people I've heard, you know, Christopher Harris talked about he just, he just loves Michael Thomas. He's got mm-hmm. kind of like eleven as a receivers. So I'm like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Why? You're fucking why? crazy. Why he, are you why are
0: you doing that? He's like, But Michael Thomas, you've seen what he's done before. I'm like, dude, he's been like a fucking president. different president <laughs> the last time he did shit. Yeah.
1: And yeah, and he's already injured. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I think he's got a hamstring injury. And I also remember when he was dealing with uh, I think it was the um, I think it was that ankle. The first time he injured the ankle, mm-hmm. while he was serving his uh, time on the bench, he punched a teammate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The guy might be a complete fucking cancer.
0: Yeah, it could be. I. He's still with the Saints, though. Surprisingly. They're they're an interesting one because, uh, I mean they're gonna give Jameis the ball from week one, and maybe he's reined it in a little bit, but that was one of the most league fantasy season flipping things ever when Jameis got to start a full season in Tampa. It was, what, like, 35 touchdowns, 35 INTs, yeah. like, 5,000 yards. I yeah. hope
1: he didn't get docked for your yeah. INTs.
0: Yeah, like, Mike Evans was, like, wide receiver five, and, like, Godwin went off, and it's just, like... That was an Arian system, wasn't it? Yes. And that's, yes. A, again, that that's was like.
1: He's not an Aryan system.
0: No. And that's the thing. Like, how reined in do they want Jameis to be? Because he can't do that. He's just going to fucking lose his mind. Yeah. But also, the Saints are interesting to me because uh, I think we're all kind of being idiots about Camara. The first time he's ever been injured for a large chunk of time, dude is like always RB5. Always. He's good. And this team always. is not significantly different. Unless Jameis does not know how to throw the ball to him. That's the only thing that worries me. But I I if we're if we're buying into that, okay, this is not Jameis anymore, this is Jameis in New Orleans, they're gonna beat into his mind Fiend. if it's not there, Kamara's right there. If it's not there, Kamara in the flat. So I think Kamara's a steal. I think Camara whoever win rate on Camara this year, I think it's gonna be crazy. I think he's going to be normal, Alvin Kamara.
1: As long as he's focused, and this this off the field incident actually doesn't affect his play, because that could happen.
0: Yeah, they're not going to do it until next year. I don't think. No, it's which,
1: not. I, I've talked to a lot of people about this. You know, a lawyer friend who's like, they're not even having the hearing. I think until September 29th. Yeah. So then they got to kind of get into the investigation, and, and yeah. it's just, this just not. This is not going to happen. I year. just, I
0: want a lot of shares of Alvin Kamara. Not that I support violence in any way, but <laughs> just, <laughs> that, just that. If he's gonna, if you're telling me like, okay, he's going around like Javante Williams territory, I'm like, are you kidding me? He should be going ahead of him. For yeah, sure. like just he's he finished fifth in uh, points, points per, per game, game. Yes, last year. Dude, that's what he is. He is RB five every year. Yeah, that's what he is. He's shown you. He got hurt for the first time ever, and then people were worried about his like legal situation, so it started fading him. Which I get. I mean, you know, we've had a couple seasons of. Zeke doing that and Deshaun Watson now doing that. And it's just like a pain in the ass to deal with. And some people are just like, it's the same thing as like, oh, you're on my team and you are injured. There are people that are just not going to draft you. Right. And so I'm sure his ADP is all fucked up, all weird, all way lower than it should be. And this isn't necessarily representative it's- of where Camara is going to go, but like 15 overall, like him or Chubb or Javante Williams, I'm taking Alvin Kamara every damn time.
1: Chubb versus Kamara, that's a, like a coin toss, basically for me. It's not for me. I got to look at it and see where I have it. Uh, you know, I may have, I may have him higher than that. But let me uh, one other note on yeah. Kamara. Like you said, the offensive line isn't the same. He doesn't have Drew Brees passing. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw a little bit of it last year with Jameis, but no Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. That's I think that is factored in. I think almost now more it's than. Big ten, yeah. I mean, there's a few people that are probably. St- it's slow Ooh. to come on the suspension thing, but that news is out there. People that are half paying attention, right. some people may not even know if there's a suspension out there at right. this point. I guess
0: what I'm saying is like the ADP from all drafts, a lot of that is from when you didn't know if he was getting suspended or not. Factored in. So it's a little fucked up. Yeah. It's a little outdated. He's
1: listed. He's 15th on the Fantasy Football Calculator.
0: Yeah. RB9. Like... That's not happening in any of my leagues, but <laughs> it's just not. It's just absolutely not. Like
1: well, there is a it's there's a lot to think about in that little category. You got Saquon, you got Der- no. Derrick Henry to me who I have like kind of going in that range, Najee Harris, um Swift.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, these guys are fucking good. Uh, yeah. Nick Chubb is great. I mean, and hell, Nick Chubb could be a league winner this year if uh they trade kareem hunt yeah, if kareem Hunt gets moves, yeah um yeah Avan kamara i got him going ahead of aaron jones javon yeah Devontae williams yeah, yeah.
0: i i think the that price it's is tough kind of fine like swift area swift kamara you're making me pick like my favorite children at that point yeah. like i don't know uh but i think whichever one can get if you can get kamara after this collection of dudes which is probably happening pretty often I think you are going to have a really good chance of winning your league. I think that's a that's a cheat this year. And there's a handful of them where I'm like, y'all are seeing the same thing I'm seeing, right? This is like the same guy that's done this like every year ever. How it's, far down do you have Najee? Uh, where is he? Let's see. Sounds like he's low on your list. Like, in his, uh, I have him line. at RB8.
1: Okay, so you do have him ahead of Kamara? Or yeah. right?
0: Okay. Yeah. He's one spot ahead of Kamara right now. And I, these aren't very hard list right now yeah like tweaking them yeah yeah i'm constantly kind of fucking with them they
1: fluctuate and you know you out there listening you can just kind of take what we say and decide whether or not that means more but uh i mean it's really tough you could saquon why is why is saquon going in the middle of the second round late second round tell me this (laughs) why the fuck is saquon barkley not getting the same treatment or close to the same treatment as christian mccaffrey
0: yeah that's a great question and the more and more I buy into go for broke, yeah. When your fucking does, league, it doesn't really matter with the healthy Saquon Barkley this year. Yeah, if you're not if you're not top two, shit doesn't matter. No one's writing a story about your fourth place finish <laughs> with a great rally to get in the playoffs. It's just not a thing that happens. No, you don't want to finish last. I so will say that. Do not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably not going to finish last. No. Um, but that's a great question. And if you look, like I said, if you want to cheat code and look at FFPC or high stakes leagues, tournament ADPs, they're going to have Saquon way higher. They're going to have Saquon as a top five running back.
1: You talked about those guys that you know, do everything. They were three down backs, mm-hmm. catching passes. They're mm-hmm. getting the goal line touches. Saquon checks
0: every box yeah. right there. If he was on a good offense, he would be going two.
1: Which they could have a good offense. They they might,
0: they might have a fine offense. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't think it's going to be top twelve, fifteen, but it. I don't think it's going to be the worst. Let me
1: uh, remind you that they are up fourteen spots in the offensive line rankings from
0: last yeah. year. They're middling,
1: but last year they were one of those teams. Yeah, that were on the bottom. Um, just another reason, and they got fucking Brian Dayball.
0: Yeah, if he can, dude, if he can turn Danny Dimes into a, a passable quarterback.
1: There's, I think somebody actually said this. If you, there is, you can kind of close your eyes and see how they're, he's the same as Josh Allen. Like, <laughs> they, he wasn't that moment, but I think if we're like even a, even a year deeper into Daniel Jones's career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's o- older in the tooth, but yeah, he didn't have dayball coaching him. And the yeah. thing uh, that's intriguing to me, at least, is that, you know, Daniel Jones, I think by nature coming into the NFL, he had a live arm still does mm-hmm. risk taking kind of quarterback who you're like kind of excited about like this might be one of those kind of guys that just slings it around doesn't give a fuck and he you know he gets picked off all the fucking time mm-hmm. but tall lanky guy who can run yeah he's got wheels he does remind me a little bit of josh allen now, again there's mm-hmm. things in the head that are different between those two i think but yeah. um he does have a live arm and he has very capable receivers
0: yeah um if, yeah, if Gallaudet they're, they're, is, deep, if, if they're still holiday, I think holiday's broken. That dude does not appear to give a shit anymore. Like some of the videos of like practice and stuff like that at Galladay, I'm like, this guy does not give a shit right now. And I don't know if New York broke him. I don't know if just getting paid broke him. Not winning, getting hurt. I don't know. I don't this know what funny. it is. He's talented. He's, he's what, great.
1: 25, 26? Dude, he's not he was. Old.
0: He was. Fucking AJ Brown before AJ Brown, yeah. like twenty yards a catch, like fifteen touchdowns a year. I'm like, not writing that guy off yet. If I'm not, but he just appears to not give a flying shit.
1: He might like this coach, though. He might. I mean, he they might, threw
0: the shit out of the yeah. ball at times with yeah. Josh Allen. Um, yeah,
1: I think he's. I think their their offense is going to be better this yeah. year. And that's it,
0: that's another thing is looking at pace and how how uh, what pass heavy I guess is the easiest way to say it. Percentage of pass plays not in. You know, negative scripts, like when you actually have the option, am I passing a lot? Buffalo is so hard leaned the throttle down. Especially and in the he's big game. he was yeah. the guy. Yep. Right. So is is that what he's taking to New York? Right? Is he gonna give Saquon twelve carries and eight targets a game?
1: He's gonna throw it to him a ton. Yeah,
0: I think I think Saquon, whatever games he plays, that's the only question. Is it five games? Is it fifteen games? Whatever games he plays, I think he's averaging twenty points per game.
1: He's, you know, people wanted to take him last year, and I am a guy mm-hmm. who just will not take a guy coming off a torn ACL unless yeah. he's twenty-one or twenty-two, mm-hmm. and I'm getting a deal on him. Like J.K. Dobbins, yeah. I was interested in him, and then he started creeping up draft boards. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. no, because he's not healthy. He yeah. tore two parts of his knee. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah,
0: he's it now. Next year, mm-hmm. come talk to me. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't play super well, and then I can get him next year. Yeah, yeah, and you
1: get a discount on Just what happened to Saquon? He got hurt a bunch. He was trying to favor that ACL, and yeah. he got hurt. He, well, could, that, uh, he, could, he could get hurt, of course. That's always That injury last saying.
0: year was like that stupid freak injury where he stepped on Jordan Lewis's foot, wasn't it? I think. Or was up the remember. year before? Yeah. One of them was just like a complete, like, super bad high ankle sprain from just finishing a route, not looking downfield, and, like, stepped on Jordan Lewis and fucked his ankle. Just complete freak thing. Absolute freak thing. And yes, he's it's a lot of soft tissue injuries. And it's worrisome. But again, if you're not finishing top two in your league, who gives a shit? <laughs> take the best, take the guys that are gonna score the most points every week. He is the definition of like, you're gonna look back and be like,
1: why yeah. did I not take him sitting at the 15th pick yeah he's sitting
0: there why wouldn't you fucking i have
1: him i have him rb six
0: yeah he's he's six on mine he's right behind swift on mine perfect yeah and we got we are going to do a running back pod yeah yeah we'll do we'll do individual positions um i wanted to do something interesting that i think we can do and not take a ton of time um which is just kind of go team by team and i give you the most pressing question and we try and figure out and some of them you don't have answers on because some of them can just be avoids, right? Pass. They can just be They can just be like, I don't want to fuck with that team. It doesn't matter to me. Um, okay, you good? I'm going to start with AFC East and just go oh, okay. alphabetically if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the Bills since we were on the Bills. Okay. Number two wide receiver in that offense. Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Dawson Knox, or other. Gabe Davis. Okay. He better fucking be as people are drafting him in like the fifth. That's insane to me. That's a little too high. That's so insane to me. Yeah, he's a helium
1: guy. Yeah,
0: he's annoying the shit out of me. Because it's one of those dudes that... Which is great, because I love helium guys that I don't want to draft. But also... Gabe Davis should be there for you like in the eighth.
1: He's becoming. He, I've, I first, I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. I'm like, whoa, wow, he's really getting hyped up. Yeah. And, but I've warmed back up to him. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't hurt to see him catch a touchdown from Josh Allen in a preseason yeah. game. But I'm like, that's kind of what I saw down the stretch last year when I had Emmanuel Sanders mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting those points that I was getting most of the year. Yeah. Because. Gabe Davis started outperforming him. Yeah, and I guess Cole, I could throw Khalil Shakur in there Cole, too as well. But and Cole Beasley's not there anymore, no. and so there's uh, you know other targets to go around. But yeah. I, yeah, I think he's the two. I do. Yeah. love I have a thing for Dawson Knox. But yes. yeah,
0: Dawson Knox is good. He's very sneakily good. Um,
1: too many people rely on him or think he. They're like, oh, it's, he can't repeat those touchdowns. I'm like, fuck yeah, he can. Yeah, they can't. You seen Josh Allen? Yeah, <laughs> like in the red zone, he yeah. loves throwing a Dawson Knox. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, I'm up. Uh, my chips are now being placed on the bet against Gabe Davis camp. Okay. I want well, some at, Isaiah McKenzie shares. Are we saying
1: a specific round,
0: that in or out? I'm not taking uh, him in the fifth round. No I'm way. I'm not taking him to the sixth. I'm probably not taking him to the seventh. Like eighth round, if for some reason people forget about Gabe Davis, I'll take him on my team.
1: Seventh, I'm, I'm interested in him.
0: Yeah. I'll at that, start at that paying point. attention. But yeah. Isaiah McKenzie, I want to do the arbitrage on on Gabe Davis at this point, because he's just going too fucking high. What about and- Jameson Crowder? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's my point exactly. Like, they sign Jameson Crowder, and he might be washed. He might just suck now. But uh, Zay McKenzie seems to be a dude that everyone really, really likes there, and Josh Allen really, really likes throwing to. And not that Gabe Davis can be bad, but Gabe Davis could have some weeks, like, three balls for a really good you know, percentage for per catch, and then Isaiah McKenzie gets like seven because he's taking Cole Beasley's role, but he's more explosive. So I don't think reception perception really particularly liked Gabe Davis too much either. If you heard Matt Harmon, he hasn't had. Yeah, I mean, I can look up the um, what uh, air yards and target share and all that shit on him, but yeah, air yards. Nothing's with impressive. In the Bills is <laughs> yeah. probably going to be high. Yeah, but nothing. None of Gabe Davis's numbers were like particularly encouraging. Um, okay, let's go to Dolphins. Yeah. Tyreek and Jalen Waddle just cannibalize each other till we have like two wide receiver two point fives.
1: Maybe it doesn't matter that they went to college together, but <laughs> Jalen Jalen Waddle playing with Tua didn't hurt last year. I mean, he was his only target basically. It's only guy kind of threw to. you know? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I thought Koscheck was going to have a good year, but no, he just basically kept throwing to Jalen fucking Waddle, especially in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they're going to eat into each other's targets. I think it's going to the 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 guy I'm
0: looking at is Tua. Yeah, is he good enough to sustain, I guess, two above wide receiver threes or whatever you want to call if Waddle and Tyree Kill split perfectly even and they still run a normal offense that isn't throttle down passing, which they might. Uh, what Mike McDaniel and that the yep. head coach not like, he might just say, Yeah, yeah, I watched all that cool shit in San Francisco and you know what? I really like throwing the football. I don't think that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to scheme up really awesome running plays a lot of the time. It's going to be weird because I
1: don't like the running backs
0: they have there. They're not. They're not very good. Mostert's. They're deep. Hurt. Yeah, it's always hurt. He may
1: not even play this year. Born I mean, hurt.
0: The way he's going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chase Edmond, Sony Michelle, Mostert. I think they have another fucking guy too. Sony. Yeah. I mean, those are the three that really matter.
1: I, Solvin Ahmed, I think, is still there. Oh, God. Yeah. If he hadn't been cut yeah. by now. Um, yeah, uh, but the, the question you asked me about those two... Uh, okay, so Tyreek, uh, are you drafting him at his ADP? I'm not touching Tyreek. No, I'm He's on my fade list. You know, there is that thing that like, when he came in the league, ah, he's too small, is he going to yeah. work? And then he was like, holy shit, Alex Smith throwing to him. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. So I can't fade on him too long. He is a fun dude to
0: own. Yeah, I'm just not touching him at that price. At that price. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm... I haven't taken him in any mock draft that I'm
0: doing. Yeah. So to follow up on our Gabe Davis talk, uh Dawson Knox had a better target share than Gabe Davis last year. If you're wondering. Just nothing impressive about Gabe Davis except for like when no one covered him.
1: Uh, and Gabe was again though, he he didn't really start putting the throttle down until the second I really the last third of the year, right? I mean I, yeah. I he was playing, but Emmanuel Sanders was getting a lot of those targets and they kinda yeah. just kinda went away.
0: Yeah. Manuel Sanders was around fourteen percent target share. Gabe was eleven. A dot was lower than Emmanuel Sanders for but the I mean, whole year. Yeah, but thirteen still pretty high. I mean, that's a good that's a good a dot. That's above what Diggs was doing. It's just eleven percent target share. That just tells me you can't earn targets. Like that's a skill. That's a thing. And how much? Okay,
1: let's take away the two hundred yard game that he had against the Chiefs mm-hmm. and four touchdowns, or whatever yeah. it was. It, He's not going in the fifth round without that game.
0: Oh no, he's probably going ninth. Just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, because who the f- it didn't fucking matter. Like one game.
1: Yeah, but he um, was doing good right before that though. I don't. I don't, have, yeah. I don't have him in front of me, but I know he was. He was again. I I owned Emmanuel Sanders, and I was like trying to always paying attention to yeah. that second this guy is, on Buffalo. This
0: is such a Miko Hardman thing to me. Like we're just trying to force. The number one quarterback in fantasy to have a number two that makes sense. Yeah, you want it to make sense. You look at that offense and you're like, why the fuck can't they get two guys going? They get two guys at at elite levels. They just have one big right, and you're like, and all these other teams can get two guys going, and they can't get two number one wide receivers going. Um, Anyway, uh, okay, so next team, we don't want either Tyreek or Waddle. I'm uh, I definitely
1: have taken waddle later you know at a discount not touching really tyreek like you you know yeah that's just too pricey it's too much of a risk yeah but um, waddle uh, you know don't don't completely discount him because he could end up producing close
0: to what tyreek's cl- uh, producing and he's going like what three yeah. rounds later yeah waddle's like a four or five tyreek's a two i think um patriots i guess the question is are you fucking with any of those running backs yeah yeah i am
1: yeah because, well, A, we like, look at the PFF grades. They both rank mm-hmm. top 11. I think Stevenson was 11. I think Damian Harris is 2 mm-hmm. behind Jonathan Taylor. So if they're grading out that highly, pretty sure Billy Ball, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Belichick likes that. Um, and they got, like I said, top 5 offensive line. So I'm not going to look the other way when it comes to that. I, it's a little weird calling Damian Harris's name out when you know Ramondre is creeping. But, yeah.
0: But um, I I, the handcuff has just gotten too pricey, almost. To well, where I don't want to. I don't want to guess at it. Yeah. You're taking one of the other.
1: Uh, Stevenson is God, he, man. Some of these drafts, he's still pretty fucking cheap, man.
0: Yeah, it depends what kind of room you're in. It's he's either like a eight or like a thirteen. Like there's like no in between on Ramondre. Ramondre for some reason. Like, he's that guy that everyone's like, I'm comfortable taking this around early if nobody notices.
1: If you're not comfortable taking Damian Harris uh, whenever it falls to you and somebody else grabs him, now start, like, now make a note during the draft that Ramondre Stevenson is now cheaper. Uh, you know, he's going to be cheaper, but you're like, mm-hmm. I can get him in the seventh round. Yeah, That's not too high, I don't think, no. Ramondre.
0: And there's a whole there's a whole section of people that aren't going to touch New England's backfield, which I'm— kind of in that camp but since there are enough people that aren't going to touch it at all i'm like back in in this weird reverse way but i think i think if you can go like anchor rb which is one running back in like your first four rounds hero rb yeah yeah anchor hero whatever you want to call it um and you get somebody that's very stable if you get a jonathan taylor if you get a uh, Dalvin Cook or something. Somebody you'd consider RB one, and you sit on RB for the next four to five rounds, and then your RB two is either Damian Harris or Ramondre, and you just go bang bang. Oh. I think that's a pretty cool strategy.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what you were talking about last year with the Denver running backs, yep. and that yeah. that would have worked out. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're <laughs> not one of them got hurt, but they yeah. were both producing every week. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you just bank on one of them getting hurt because. Statistics will tell you, yeah, more often than not they will. And then you have an elite RB2 out of there. Um, so I'm
1: uh, real quick on that because I know we can try to rip through these a little faster. Uh, but I do love, uh, like I said, having a quarterback in the second year, biggest step, just like offensive linemen, year one to year two. Mm-hmm. And even receivers. I mean, year one to year two is a fucking thing, especially
0: with quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jets are next. I. Besides Brees Hall, like, which I'll take Brees Hall, like, into third. I don't have a lot of questions because I don't really give a shit about the Jets. <laughs> Unless you have a topic that is super interesting. Like, I think Brees Hall is going to be Awesome. I think he's going to be near Najee level of awesome as a rookie. Just not the same amount of volume. Yeah, he'll do it in different ways.
1: He's not getting a lot of – he can catch the ball, but they they already got a pass catcher that's going to be fine, and they drafted him last year. Uh, I am interested in Brees Hall. Somebody's going to reach for him higher than I want. If I happen to be – if it's a weird where there's just an insane amount of running backs going off and it just Mm -hmm. happens to be the sweet spot, I'm okay taking pretty close to his ADP – if it works out, but most of the times he's not, he's not on my team. Cause he's, he is the definition of a helium guy. Mm-hmm. As you talk about um, their offensive line is 15. Uh, uh, Mackay Beckton out of the year, yeah, but George, George Fant is, he played for them last year. Mm-hmm. He was totally fine. He had a career year last year. So I, they're lines. Good. It's mm-hmm. not great. It's not bad. It's just in the middle. Um, yep. But they're listen. Brees also fucking stud. Yep. And if you watched him, in Iowa State, yeah, he's better than David Montgomery. Yeah, he he's going to be a, a yeah. you know, eight nine year, you know, he's going to be a, a career guy. He's going to be there. Get him as whatever. a
0: third round pick while you can, because he never will be that late again. It depends on how good the quarterback ends up being. Yeah, I think it'd be so funny if Flacco just keeps the job. <laughs> that'd <laughs> oh, be Mike the funniest White. shit.
1: Mike White's like kind yeah. of a cult hero there.
0: Yeah, that'd be the funniest shit to me if for some reason Flacco just keeps the job and is like checking down to whatever wide receiver they have every
1: both those new york offenses are intriguing to me just because there
0: there's some newness about it yeah uh denver will be next nancy west which wide receiver are you rocking with uh this is an easy one for me no yeah. uh,
1: one receiver who i have a boner for and one receiver who i think has always and i've said it here on the podcast
0: been overrated mm. i love meeting some Cortland sutton good that's the right call yes that's the right call. Cortland Sutton's on my on my must draft yes. list. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> not getting back to me in the fourth oh, round. Oh no, is he? <laughs> no, no. He's on the he's on the got to get this guy in this draft. Now if he starts rising too far, then I'm not paying premium premium for Cortland Sutton. But if he's at his spot that he's going right now, which is somewhere between super late third and like early fifth, I think that's my guy. Like in both
1: auctions, I plan on. doing whatever it takes to get that dude.
0: Yeah. He's – I read something yesterday on RotoViz about him being this year's Cooper Cup.
1: Two years removed from the torn ACL. Mm -hmm. This is one thing that I hear all the time about. um, You hear all these stats and all these separation. And some people will mention the torn ACL. But if you go through and you mention stats for a guy coming off a torn ACL and you don't mention that he had a torn ACL Mm – just fuck off. Like you don't you need to tell your audience what's going on because that's yep. why half the shit isn't the same as it was before. Yeah. That dude is a stud. Yeah. And he's perfect. It's perfect timing. Yeah. It's Russell Wilson. His stock is still a little bit lower than it probably should be. Mm-hmm. This is the year for Corland Sutton. Yeah. Before it gets too hot to handle.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. He's he's one of those, I think, much like Brees Hall, where you look back at the end of the year and you're like, what the fuck? Why were we doing that? Why was that? A fourth round pick. Like that makes no sense. Zach Wilson. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Chiefs. Juju? That's a question. No running back. I think I'm not even the the second and third wide receiver in options and the running back stuff doesn't I'm just not touching any of them, so it doesn't interest me a lot. You can dive in on anywhere on that. Oh, this is a Pat Mahomes
1: question, isn't
0: it? Oh, this is a Kelsey question. Ooh. Is Kelsey about to have the best year he's ever had?
1: Or is he going to fall cliff? Um, I don't think he's going to have the best year he's ever had, but because of... Listen, when you take the maybe the biggest wide receiver threat in the league off the field, it's everything's a little bit tougher. Like Getting open is a little bit tougher. There's a little bit more attention paid to you, especially when you're Travis Kelsey. So I don't want to over... I don't want to overestimate uh, or underestimate how important that is for Tyree Kill, and I and I did go back and forth like, who is the number one tight end this year? There's some questions. Like this is Mark Andrews. There is it's not hard to. I mean I think they're neck and neck. It's really tough to decide. It is for me anyway. But you think this is your draft him in the maybe first round again?
0: Yeah, he's uh, they're 34 or, years old. There are only a handful of players that are going to get have the potential to get and are probably projected around that area to get 150 targets. He's the only tight end that's projected to get over like 125. It's just math at some point. If he stays healthy and he's out there running the amount of routes that he always runs, he's going to get so many effing targets. 150 for a tight end for like 110 catches 1300 yards is what PFF has him projected at. That's insane. That's so silly. It doesn't make sense. Are you
1: not worried about uh, the age
0: at all? Not really. Not yet. I mean, if he shows me he sucks,
1: the numbers are going down a little bit over the years. Yeah,
0: but he was last couple years. he was good at the end of the season. He had a separated shoulder or something. He had a injury middle of the middle of the season that I don't know if everybody knows about and then was healthier in the playoffs and ripped people to pieces. I just I have watched enough Chiefs football, I'm sure as everybody has. And Mahomes gets back there and starts dancing like he can close his eyes and throw the shit under his leg and he knows where Travis Kelsey's gonna be. He can't do that with Juju, can't do that with rookie Sky Moore, can't do that with Marquez Valdez Scantling, can't do that with Clyde. It's just a security blanket for the best quarterback in football with a wide open receiving core. It just seems like we're looking right over it and just going like, ah, oh, he's old. And it's like, yeah, okay, Tony Gonzalez was old whenever he caught like 400 balls. Like, I just, the age thing doesn't worry me until it's a problem. Where, you pop, it, where are you popping him? Um, depends on if it's tight in premium on FFPC. So it'll say standard. Uh, standard. Uh, let's see where I have him. Let me scroll over here.
1: I think I have him while you're looking. Um, the third to last pick in the second round is where I have him. Well, projected, yeah, project. project. I, I would take him ahead of Josh Allen, but that's that's more like looking at like the Fox League, like where would he go? Yeah, no, probably so somewhere in
0: there. 14 overall. Whoa. I think on Whoa. Fantasy Pros. I'd do that. Woo. I'd pass
1: up a running back,
0: huh? I'd put Kamara in front of him, but he'd be my 15.
1: I just don't like those running backs in the third round that are coming
0: back to me. That's the problem for me. Yeah, I've, I mean... Of course, if you're taking a tight end that early, you're making some roster build decisions pretty yeah. quickly. Um,
1: but we know, you know it's, like you say, it's a numbers game, mm-hmm. and when you get a tight end, that's going to separate. There's only really two, maybe three yeah. tight ends that are going to separate, and yeah. when you go to the weekly scoring, that shit adds up every week. You're like, yep. I got a four or five-point advantage every week built in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Raiders, if he's what's like Devontae going to do?
1: I was uh, definitely, this is this this can't be the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs year, right? He can't be better. I don't think so. I mean, there's way more competition. I am very curious, and I'm not, a guy I am passing on is Darren Waller, just because I don't know. Yeah, Is he all fucked up in the head? I mean, the guy's <laughs> had a rough life. He's had a rough life. He's been nicked up last year. He kind of yeah. just disappeared. He got yeah. hurt, and it was over.
0: Yeah. Um, they, they had a long year. Raiders had a long year. Just overall. And they still made the playoffs. Yeah, they did. They they squeaked they could beat the Chargers at the
1: end of the year. Um I I like Devontae, but I'm not taking him. Some people have a four, yeah. some people have three as nope. a re- receiver. No fucking way, man. Nope. Not, uh, no, I'm I haven't been taking him unless he's fallen to the late second, early third.
0: I think people don't take into account the setting in which that happened enough. There is no wide receiver two in Green Bay, there is just not one. Now you have Waller, you have Hunter Renfro, you have a different quarterback.
1: That took years to build up yes. with Rodgers and him. Yeah. And they finally got to a point where they. Yeah, people they, forget. Their
0: chemistry is incredible. Yeah, he wasn't very good his first two years. No, he dropped everything. He was a flop. Yeah. He was a straight up bust. Rodgers hated him. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's obviously good. He's.
1: Oh, he's amazing. He is the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah, probably. he yeah.
0: has the ability to earn targets like almost no one else in football, but. I mean, there's just guys that are better and on better offenses with less competition at this point. Yeah,
1: Hunter Renfro, he is a factor now. Yeah,
0: he's going to be a pain in the ass. Um, Chargers. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams seem to be hovering in the same exact area. Passing the torch. Are you you asking me that? Well, I'm just like, can they both be – I mean, people have them both like top 35 players. Like – and a then, lot of lists have... Eckler's catching a lot of passes, too. Yeah. People like Josh Palmer. Like, are we are we reading this way wrong? Are people just being pussies with their rankings and saying, like, I'm just going to keep the Chargers guys close by each other, not choosing a side?
1: I mean, I'm still drafting Allen. I mean, like, everybody is ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Williams is uh, he's kind of a scary one. He's a hard one to call out that early because he's the guy who's going to get you 30 points one week, and some people love this. And then he's going to give you two for 31 the next week he's a very kind of last year he killed me because i didn't start him right away i was loaded receiver Mm -hmm. and then he throws up two of those monster weeks he was a wide receiver one after after the second week and so yeah you put him in there week three and then he flopped for you and you at that point you you're fucked. yeah you don't know what to do with the guy yeah do you leave him in there well it depends on the other receivers you get but the, the answer is trade him <laughs> whenever he's hot. <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, I mean you do. Yeah, try to shop that guy, or yeah. he, or at that point you're like, is he going to be the guy? And I trust me, that I, I went through that every day. I was like, do I? Yeah. Did, I almost traded him, but I'm, then you're like, wait, is this the year that he finally does it? Is yeah. this why I fucking drafted him?
0: Yeah. As as a a man that sits front row of the church of Will Fuller every every week, it's not really going to surprise you that I'm a Mike Williams guy. <laughs> Like, I love the nuclear guys. If you can just win me a week on your own. But if you're comfortable, just leave him in there. Yeah. 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 Or just take take Mike Williams as your flex if you're in the right kind of league or one of your flexes. And, I mean, hopefully he's not – I'm probably not drafting in a scenario where he's my wide receiver too. If he is, I'll live with it. Um, but yeah, I love Mike Williams. I love that people think he's not as good as – uh, who's above him? Waddle's above him, DJ Moore's above him, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson. I, lo- I love where Mike Williams is going. If I can get him to sink further, I'd love him more. Cause that's I love owning that dude, because he's just going to pop the fuck off for like a month. And then you trade him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just get off it. Um, Alright, Ravens. Uh, I don't have any... Things are pretty stable besides Marquise Brown disappearing, but I guess my main concern and/or question with the Ravens is they completely tilted their run-pass ratio last year. Do you think that holds? If not, who's getting fucked?
1: Well, I mean, it's a product of their injury situation. Yeah, like they just started throwing the ball more, and I don't know if that's changed too much because until unless they make a trade for Kareem Hunt or whoever, uh, I think Gus Edwards. Did they put him on the pup list? Is that official? Yep. He's on the pup list. Uh, what they have behind him is Mike Davis. Yep. Who's going to kind of take over the Gus Edwards role. Maybe kind of a steal on draft day, by the way, mm-hmm. even though he's not that great. But that line's middling. Yeah, they figure it out. Some people say they're going to be a top five. Like, yeah. they're, they're a very high, you know, I don't know what to think about the Ravens lines. So let's just say they're going to be average. If
0: you run any kind of read option, whatever it is, shotgun, triple option per rush one one plus one yard that's what happened last year every time they ran the ball every time a team in the league ran any kind of read option okay compared to a normal just hand the ball off plus one yard
1: And now we're talking a little more jackson per carry
0: though. yeah so even if they're not good necessarily like their three-yard runs or four-yard runs. their four-yard runs or five-yard runs just because they're running deceptive.
1: With that guy?
0: Yes. Um,
1: It's – oh, it comes down, again, the injury situation with J.K. Dobbins, and I, you know, I read the six score. You know, I'm, I don't know if you ever read those. From Dr. Chow, but, like, his six score is not – health. it's, like, a healthy score from 0 to 100. And okay. J.K. Dobbins is not deemed to be – you know, he's still, like, way down there, like, not that healthy – I think it's going to be he's one of those guys that you really should target in the trade market early in the year mm-hmm. when the owners kind of fed up with him like, oh, this is not going to be his year because I get the feeling he's going to be a back of the year guy when when he's getting healthier. But do not draft J.K. Dobbins <laughs> like late second or mid third. Like I don't people love him this year, but I am very be very cautious with that because he is coming off a late C or a, a torn ACL, but he tore it two parts of his knee. Mm-hmm. Uh. And Gus Edwards, like I said, is on the pup list. And Mike Davis and fucking, uh, who's the kid from Oklahoma State that's just sucked? Justice Hill. Justice Hill, terrible. Yeah. Just, I can't believe he's on a roster. You may not be a roster by the time you hear this. But uh, yeah, I don't, they, they you know, I read like how Mark Andrews' numbers are going to come down. But if the injury situation is similar, mm-hmm. we may be seeing a similar ratio, you know, pass to run. They got rid of Marquise, but yeah, that's part of that. Is you always say like, look at what teams do. Mm-hmm. They're telling they, you. They tell you what they want to do. Yeah. Well, they like Rashad Bateman. Yeah. And I know reception perception loves Rashad Bateman. Hmm. Um. That's that's one of those guys that could be you know like hey if you're thinking about it taking one of those guys that nobody's really that high on mm-hmm. that's the dude and they may be throwing the ball a lot,
0: the same amount. I was worried before they moved Marquise before they moved Hollywood Brown, I was like, shit, if they only throw whatever percent, go back to their old, somewhere in the middle, it's not 60% throwing, but it's also not 51%. If they're somewhere in the middle, Andrews might get fucked. Like, he just might run the same amount of routes, but, you know, get 20 fewer targets and then have a worse uh, catch percentage. And then he just kind of slides into a sad number three, four tight end.
1: Who's that tight end that's just starting to pop? A, give me a second. They, the other tight end they just got.
0: Oh, Isaiah Likely? Yeah. I think yeah he's a I'm fourth not rounder. I'm not worried
1: about him. They seem to, he's going to play a not, lot, I think. So, you know, again, they love the two tight end sets. That's yeah. not changing. They got the same offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um I, I think that could take away. But if it's another tight end who's catching passes, yeah. you're talking about Mark Andrews.
0: Yeah. I, I think Andrews just ascended football last year and is like on Kelsey level at, at this point where it's just like no our offense needs to av- revolve around this guy. Yep. Like it needs he needs to be the number 1 target and work outward from that. Um I hope they're smart enough to do it. The only thing that can fuck with it I think is if they just go back to hardcore run ratios, which I don't think Lamar Jackson really has any interest in doing. So taking the
1: taking the top off was
0: really why I liked how Marquise fit in that offense.
1: Mm-hmm. Um now Devin Duvernay can also yep. do that. He can fly, and he's he's a very sneaky late round flyer mm-hmm. that I think you should pay attention to, especially if you get kicking, kickoff, and punt return yards.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got they always have an interesting depth chart. I mean, like Tylen Wallace, right? Who is Blitnikoff mm-hmm. winner and shit like that. But yeah. I the the number one question whenever we do tight end specifically is: Are you the one or two? target guy on your team there is no question no mark andrews is the one yeah um okay we can scoot through a couple of these Bengals. i don't have a ton of questions honestly like what's they not like yeah exactly uh, i mean t higgins is a little scary because people keep taking him so damn high um but it is what it is like he's <laughs> he he keeps he has these staggered weeks and he'll pop off, and then he won't, and then Jamar Chase will show up, and it's just like, I don't... There's not a lot of debate for the Bengals for me. Um, Browns... Kareem Hunt, what the fuck do you do with this?
1: That's yeah. a, It's puzzling to me. Yeah. Not touching Deshaun at any point this year, even when he comes back. It's no. not going to matter. He's going to be two
0: years not, removed from football. It's not going not to any, change anything. Any of the pass catchers for... No.
1: Hell no. I'm not taking Amari Cooper in the fifth round.
0: No. No thanks. Yeah. Kareem Hunt's... I mean, the only people that are drafting Kareem Hunt where he's going are people that are handcuffing Chubb, right? Or
1: if you're like, the Eagles might trade for him. Yeah. Or one of these teams... There's also a world where he doesn't play this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of scary to think about. He could yeah. just say, you know what? I know I've been going to training camp, but I'm not going to...
0: Yeah. This is, what I'm, this is what I talk about whenever I'm talking about, like taking Lenny because you know you can get his backup and it's pretty clean cut. It takes you two picks and you're in and out <laughs> and the, the handcuff is late. You buy into the Browns backfield. Um, yeah. You're buying into Chubb, Hunt, Dearness Johnson, probably fucking Jerome Ford. Like you, have, you need to roster three of those four guys most likely. Or like we've seen independently though,
1: Chubb and Hunt are okay by themselves yeah you can you're starting you're starting I started both
0: yeah I started both I think year before last for a while just they were cream hunt would score touchdowns and Nick Chubb would get 15 carries and pop up 100 yards It was like okay um Steelers Steelers are next on the list um how bad is this offense with Mitchell Trubisky
1: I'm surprised if that's what they're going to end up going with. <laughs> I'd rather just It start, might start. I I'd rather know. start the rookie, or I mean, honestly, I uh, Mason Rudolph is, it seems like a better fit yeah. for what's going on there. I'd rather have Mason Rudolph and Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, but they're just so they've they've they post traumatic syndrome. Yeah. They, they don't they don't have any patience for yeah. starting Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I don't I
0: don't think we're quite taking into account how different the DNA of that team is going to be without a 20-year starting quarterback. Not that he was good, but that he got to do whatever he wanted, most likely.
1: Yeah, I wonder how much say he had versus Matt Canada. I had to to think a lot.
0: I think He threw to Deontay because Deontay was open quick, could get open off the line, and the timing, the chemistry, the geometry changes, and Deontay's just a dude out there running around when Mitchell Trubisky can't find his ass.
1: I know people want to say that Uh, I've heard a lot of this that you know Ben Roethlisberger was so bad that this may not this may be an upgraded quarterback, but who's running the fucking huddle? Yeah, Mitch Trubisky. You're gonna trust that guy? Yeah. With and they are a team definitely built outs or yeah outside in Mm -hmm. like they have their offensive line as we said earlier is bottom five terrible. Ross Tucker Mm. said they were a they were a problem like it's, (laughs) it's, it's it's scary bad. Um, I. They just maybe dumping it off to Najee Harris, but they have fucking awesome Dude, skill they're position. Like four dudes.
0: deep at wide receiver, of like holy shit. And this firebers. guy, and that guy, yeah. They always are really good at the skill positions, and Pickens they just drafted, yeah. <laughs>
1: Deontay,
0: yeah. Found Claypool late. In the draft. yeah. We've yeah. seen what he can do in, spur- in spurts. Uh, yeah, they're they're a team where it's like they're weird. Yeah, they, Claypool's gonna go off for a week. Deontay's gonna go off for a week. Pickens is probably going to have his week.
1: Can't assume Deontay's getting the same volume. but just can't assume it. I know it's the same. Owning any of
0: them for a 17-game schedule is going to drive you insane. Yeah. You're going to lose your fucking mind. You're going to be like, I can't trade this guy. No one wants him, and I can't start him. And it's going to just really frustrate you. Um, Texans, I don't really have any questions besides. Nico Harris? What? Nico Collins? Nico Collins, <laughs> you mean. Uh, Damien Pierce, Harris. huh? <laughs> Not the GM. <laughs> Damien Pierce in the yeah, like yeah. seventh round, huh? Well, okay. Is he that early? Is he going that early? He's rising. Jesus. He is. Yeah. He's where's Damien Pierce. Hold on. I can tell you in like two seconds. He is, he's a, he's the, maybe the highest riser besides like Pacheco or something. 109 overall Damien Pierce right now, RB 40. And that's going to change pretty quickly. Um, where did I go? Okay. Uh, Colts, I guess, is the Pittman. Love.
1: What do you think Worth it. is Matt Ryan? I mean, I love Matt Ryan. I Could can't, be toast. I mean, is his, he did not had any arm surgeries, has he? No, but his his
0: arm is kind of dead.
1: That's when I'm I, – I saw the preseason game against the Bills. Yeah. I know it's preseason. Maybe he's not – maybe he's warming up all the time. Like yeah. I, it just didn't look – he didn't yeah. have a bunch of zip on the ball. and
0: He's kind of got a noodle.
1: Yeah, and he didn't always have that. Like he had a decent arm throughout his career, and Mm -hmm. he supported you know number one wide receivers like every fucking year basically of his career. Yeah. Um. You know, Kyle Pitts had a pretty monster year yardage wise last year, Mm -hmm. so maybe he hasn't lost it. But when I saw in that preseason game, I I immediately like whoa, back I'm backing up a little, backing off of of Michael Pittman a little bit just because I just don't know. I maybe like you say. Uh, we're okay being wrong on guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Michael Pittman can be a top five wide receiver. That's fantastic, bud. Good for you. <laughs> I'm not touching Michael Pittman at his price. People are losing their fucking mind he's about getting, Michael Pittman. Well, all these
1: people, I mean, reception, perception. Loves him, but, yeah. like, but all these industry guys are, that's, yeah. I, I swear to God, he's the most talked about player I think I've heard in yeah. fantasy football outside the first round.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a lot of contested catches last year. Doesn't get super open. Matt Ryan does not throw touchdowns. I don't know if anybody remembers that. <laughs> Leo Jones. Does not throw touchdowns. Calvin Ridley caught a few, but um, yeah, it's just I I don't love the setup at all. Like it's I guess it's better than Wentz. I think but... so.
1: I mean, listen, you know, Matt Ryan's like, he's at that you know he should be in his prime of his career. Mm-hmm. Millie, you
0: yeah. know, yeah. So
1: and it's guy, but they Philip Rivers. And now they're going. Yeah, they're, they're going through it. They had wins last year. Now they're, yeah. they're just cycling through these dudes. Yeah, who's going to be next? He does. Well, I think he's better than Old Man Rivers was last year. But that last year,
0: I <laughs> really don't know. I, I don't have know. no idea. Like I just, Michael Pittman doesn't isn't like an elite prospect necessarily. Doesn't get open. Is just like his greatest tools that he's like six four and is like a really contested catch guy. Funny thing about contested catches is you have to have your quarterback trust you to throw him. Is that a thing Matt Ryan does? I don't – I have no fucking idea.
1: Yeah, no, he – Pittman's one of those dudes that I'm, like, right on the cusp of drafting him and every time I pass on him. Yeah, I'm not – On these max, – max I might stars.
0: have zero shares of Pittman this year, unfortunately. Um Jaguars, are they going to fuck up Travis Etienne with James Robinson <laughs> – um, I I did see.
1: I was a little surprised. I think James Robinson is threatening to to be available by week one. Mm-hmm. I actually think Travis Etienne is going to command that backfield because Robinson's just not going to be. He's not going to be there. But I'm a little worried about uh, Snoop. Yeah, Snoop, Snoop Connor. Connor. He looked great in the preseason. I didn't know that much about him, but I was like, man, this dude could easily. Take over that role, yeah. Um, but Etienne's still intriguing. He's going to be third mm-hmm. down guy for sure, and he's he's got some zip to him. And I think he's they play in a very they have a pretty friendly schedule. I mean, they play in yeah. the shittiest division. So um, I I'm, think he's, I'm interested in Etienne, but I he's E T N but he's, he's he's getting pricey. Yeah, he's getting, he's getting becoming very, a guy
0: very pricey. Where I'm like, y'all sure about that? Yeah, I'm like, you sure you 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 must be banking on him getting. 75 targets it's for the prices that he's going at i mean he's right by embrace hall i think 75 is within reach i think so but i don't know like i have no fucking idea is that something trevor lawrence still does like i, I don't
1: i think the offense is going to be better
0: yeah they're gonna have a well the, their line's better last year they were about one of those bottom shitty lines they'll be competent like and they'll be a competent year,
1: office second year quarterback yeah doug, peterson. Christian Kirk. doug yeah. peterson yes uh yeah, I actually, they're one of those offenses ascending, because I actually mm-hmm. do like Trevor Lawrence uh, this yeah. year. I, I'm like, hey, yep. nobody's talking about him. Yeah. I mean, the Jaguars, of course, but uh, everybody
0: wants to talk about Trey
1: Lance, and I'm like, um,
0: who's the guy that went 1-1 yeah. two years ago? Yeah. No, I'm I'm in on Trevor Lawrence this year as well. Uh, Titans, I guess, uh, nobody draft Trey Burks. So I, want, I want Trey Burks, please, if you don't mind. I I'm hesitant on him. Um, mainly obviously
1: because of the quarterback and the shitty offensive line. And, mm. you know, I don't think he's Justin Jefferson, but it, he's, his rookie his start of his career is starting up just <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Justin Jefferson did. He's not Justin Jefferson, though. Uh, but he kind of – he's like the wide receiver version of DeMarco Murray to me. He doesn't do anything great, but he does everything well. He can run really good route runner, good speed – it looks faster in college, but I don't know if it's going to translate as much as it did in the NFL. He's just film. a gigantic, good hands. thick motherfucker, though. Good hands. He's got a Once de- he gets the ball. Decent like, size. Like he's yeah. kind of checks every box like almost all the way, like mm-hmm. 90%. So, um, yeah, I think he's good. There's a lot of—he's kind of uh, he's kinda polarizing, though, in terms of, uh, you know, is he going to be a pop rookie? I mean, yeah, I guess I can see a world where I would draft him
0: into the mid to later rounds, but— mm-hmm.
1: Where, where do you get him going?
0: I keep taking him. I don't even know what round that is. Let's see where he's going. He's going. Whenever he starts entering the queue, I'm the guy that takes him. He's going up 100 overall. So wide receiver 41 in front of uh, Bob Woods, Alan Lazard, Chris Olave, Christian Kirk. I'd probably take Kirk in front of him, but the rest of them, no. Oh, was it?
1: The, oh, you mentioned. Who's another one you mentioned in there?
0: Uh, Robert Woods, Alan Lazard, Chris Alave. Lazard.
1: I mean. That's a hard one to pass up. Yeah, when those They're
0: they're they're a tough call for me. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, but I'm sure there's guys up here. I mean, Ayuk's ahead of him. I would probably take him over Ayuk.
1: Well, Bob Woods, you know, coming off the torn ACL, like he may be the one.
0: You know, the, the yeah. number one. Oh, he could be. I just very likely. I'm a I'm a out. big fan of Trey Lundberg's profile. Like I just think human beings that are that big, and can do that after the catch. I think Dane Brugler loved him. Yeah. They just don't – They, there's only a couple of them in the league. Like, it, there's A.J. Brown. There's Debo. There's just dudes that are just on a football field make other football players look like little boys after they catch the ball. Trailing, they just got to be smart enough to give them the ball consistently, um, which, you know, is a big leap of faith. But I'll take it. Hopefully they figure it out seven weeks in and Traylon Burks mm-hmm. is a thing. Um cowboys i don't really have a question besides uh i mean we'll talk a lot of cd lamb i'm sure uh for the wide receiver thing but i think we're all kind of being dipshits about the cowboys and forgetting that they were like the best offense in football for like three months number one points yeah. number one yards right yeah people are like don't have Dak and they're like top seven eight yeah that and, was weird and don't have cd like He's- up there because he burned them last year or something i'm like they're gonna score a shit ton of points. I'm happy to
1: do, pull the. Uh, I mean, they do it every year anyway. But like, he's the guy. That you wake up after the tenth round. Yeah, he's probably there. Yeah, I'm happy having him after the 12 or 13 guys go off the board because some people aren't taking him in the top mm-hmm. 12. Yeah, I don't
0: understand that. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. A tyrant. That yeah. uh, that that that's a problem. Yeah. It always not is. Great. It always affects their. At least audience. it happened. Now, I don't know. They got Instead of like week three. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? When they're making it up on the fly because they cannot do that shit. Um, Giants, I guess, are they, are they an average offense? I, I'm willing to um,
1: take a couple dart throws at them. Kadarius Tony specifically, mm. but I, he's just a fucking injury waiting to happen. I think yeah. he had like eight injuries last year. Yeah. And he's already injured right now yeah. uh, coming into the season. But, uh, man, dude, that guy. When healthy, mm-hmm. holy shit, man! Yeah, he's crazy. That dude gets open, and when he gets the ball, he is a he is a fucking yeah. problem.
0: Yeah, he's a different style of freak than Traylon, but still a like. Wait, he's playing with other guys that are getting paid, right? Because <laughs> he's doing really weird shit, and they're not. They've never. They're like they saw a ghost. Yeah, he's he's got some with ball, some juice to
1: him. It, with day ball, uh, calling the shots there. And uh, Danny Dimes throwing the ball, there's a lot of upside uh, that could happen. And there, there could be
0: some magic right there. Uh, Philadelphia, do you buy into the air attack that they're selling? No, that they're gonna they're gonna flip to. No, you... hell no. No,
1: no. You, you're gonna. I mean, Jalen Hurts is not that guy. <laughs> he never has been that guy at any time in his life. He is a fucking what, 260 I mean, he's a massive <laughs> he's big, dude. Big and you get on the goal line, he's going to run the ball in. Yeah. And they had the best offensive line in the NFL. Unanimous, as we said. First time ever on this list, on this show, that I brought to you a unanimous offensive line. Use that offensive line to your advantage. You have these stable of running backs. Good running backs. Not great, but all good. Guys mm-hmm. you can... They showed last year that you can plug in any guy and they're going to run you the fuck over. Yeah. And... It's gonna help their offense, though. I mean, their offense is. I, I'm buying into their offense, dude. And I don't, like. I said, I don't like Jalen Hurts, but I. They'd be. They're a nice little pick for uh, to to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Mm. You know. Yeah, I think
0: for, you're making a case for a good value pick, Kenneth Gainwell. Quiet, yes, quietly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've caught on. I've read the, I see the crumbs, and I. Yeah, and Boston mm-hmm. Scott too. Like could be
1: one of those guys. Yeah, going to end up having ten touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I don't. I <laughs> have any questions about the Washington Commanders, sadly enough. Um, Cardinals, I don't know if I have any questions there, or maybe uh, what's what's Hollywood gonna do?
1: I don't, I can't wrap my head around it. And he's not a guy I'm typically taking. Um, he was really hot going in drafts, but I think he's simmered and settled down, and now he's, you know, he's the back end wide receiver too, mm-hmm. but still a little too hot for me.
0: But yeah, there's a lot of com- lot of confidence. With Hollywood, I'm like it's the same guy right that I watched for a couple of years, yeah, who's was like the best wide receiver in football for like five weeks, and <laughs> yeah. then disappeared, nothing. yeah uh you know, and he he said his problem wasn't with Lamar,
1: oh of course not, yeah, it was with the coordinator yeah. um and if uh he gets he, obviously he's used to he knows the system, he knows mm-hmm. the quarterback, I mean you know everybody knows that uh. And for the first six weeks, he is the wide receiver one there, right? And they got rid of Christian Kirk. And DeAndre Hopkins isn't there. So they're going to pepper the shit out of him.
0: You know? I I just don't know if he can get... He hasn't demanded targets thus far in his career. He's
1: not a true one.
0: No. And so I don't know if he can get open underneath without running 20 yards. Yeah, he's and slant, that's, he can do slants and he can go deep. but Yeah, and I don't know if Kyler, if that clicks, you know what I mean? They,
1: like, I mean, again, if you are going to click with anybody, it's that they are they're they're boys.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know? for sure, they are boys. And I'm also still the lone person on Rondell Moore Island. So God, I love that guy, <laughs> but I just don't know how it
1: works with yeah. you know Hollywood being there. Yeah. And uh, but they're going to throw, they're going to run a ton of plays. I yeah, you know, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. curious early to see how they're using Rondell Moore. Whether they, or even early last year they used him a bunch one game. And the next game, they
0: didn't use him at all. Well, yeah, where are these? I don't understand it. Where are all these points going? Because they're going to score a lot. We got Kyler number three in standard. Yeah, like where are all these points going to go? Is it James Conner? Is it where, where are all the points going? Because I think Zach Ertz sucks to me. Like, I think he's dog shit at this point. And I think his job's going to get taken from him pretty quick. He was useful last year in mm-hmm. time. He was
1: fine. You know, and I I, I kind of had sort of wrote, you know, written him off. Uh, coming in the last year, and then he ended up going to that offense, and he mm-hmm. actually
0: was good. They they just are a points engine, fantasy in real life, and I think that's going to carry over, but I don't know. Um, Rams, <laughs> my main issue with the Rams is I guess everyone just forgot Allen Robinson is, like, the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> like, there's a lot of faith in Allen Robinson right now, and I'm like, what has he done to earn your faith? Did he want out of Chicago, though? He wanted out, and then he just went out and played, and played like ass. Yeah. Did he
1: do the same thing in Jacksonville?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen what that McVay
1: offense can do to a number two guy.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, there's opportunity there. I'm I, just like... I never thought Bob Woods
1: was that great as an pl- actual player. I thought he was solid, but yeah, I was like, fine. that offense... I thought that offense turned him into something. Yeah. And you know, OBJ last year... uh, I I'm I like Allen Robinson, actually. And I listen, he burned me, like, bad last year in one of my leagues. I drafted him.
0: He hurt. That hurt. The, I think people are just getting in this point of the draft and not liking this area, but still needing to take wide receiver or wide receiver two because he's in the right in front of Michael Thomas, right in front of Amari Cooper, right in front of Jerry Judy, right in front of Gabe Davis, right in front of Thielen yeah it's a gross point in the draft and i think people are making bad decisions i don't mind alan robinson i'm I, I, we're,
1: i'm out we differ on it i'm way out like he's only what is he 28 29 I, I think know. he's 29 i just i just you know he again this is the best quarterback
0: he's ever played with by a fucking mile mm-hmm. right yeah well he said that about Andy dalton last year <laughs> Regarding who <laughs> Allen Robinson this is the best quarterback he's ever played. Oh, with. oh come on, we're talking Matt Stafford here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I get it. I'm just it's just funny. Like each time, it's like the best quarterback Allen Robinson's ever played. with. Nobody
1: ever like made a big stand on a high on a mountain and say I need Dalton, <laughs> yeah. the best quarterback. Well, take us, this take is gonna, us. Yeah, bring him two
0: thousand yards. Yeah, uh, I'm just not a fan, of Allen Robinson. Um, 49ers. I guess who's getting left out? Is this is. It, you're talking about receivers? The Kittle, Ayuk. Is Ayuk gonna make Debow. the next step?
1: Depends on if Trey wants to throw to him.
0: I think the answer is all of them. They like, have they have their little burst next. The season down, bring it down because
1: yeah. they're not gonna run as many plays. Yeah.
0: And, and well in the plays they do run, like Trey Lance is gonna have one read and then he's gonna take off. Yeah. So it's where where'd all the targets go? Well, Trey ran for eight hundred yards. So, that's yeah. where they went. Yeah, they may be a little run heavy too, just because of that. They might be. I just one of Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, is going to burn you.
1: Oh yeah, no question. Yeah, because you're right. You, a, well, Ayuk safe, like in terms of like, okay, if he burns you, it's a what, yeah, it's, it's a low, pit. it's a low cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh I'm oh so what's the answer to the question one you're just like are you avoiding the offense in general I think I think Kittle, Outside of I think Kittle gets yeah I'm I'm not taking him and he's he's just a, again after the top two tight ends I'm kind of not taking I'm not sure enough about any of those next guys and Kittle mm-hmm. I really go back and forth between Kittle and Pitts who do I want more because I do think he'll score more touchdowns than Pitts but I'm not 100 percent sure of that
0: yeah I'm I'm going the opposite direction. Pitts is in the tier with Kelsey and Andrews. Kittle's in the next one. Who's throwing the ball to to Pitts? Pitts? (laughs) It doesn't matter. He's the number one option. (laughs) Could be uh, Tyler Huntley. Oh my god! And it wouldn't. And it does. That's what worked for Andrews last year. If you're the number one option as a tight end, like different offense, but yes, like. Pitts. with a
1: shitty offensive line yeah
0: the no they're not gonna be a good football team terrible
1: maybe the worst offense in the nfl
0: yeah they're gonna suck real bad but if kyle pitts does not get 125 targets that is malpractice yeah i do like drake london yeah drake drake and he's they're kind of a similar yeah player kind of same thing yeah just throw pitts, it up pitts might be faster um yeah i think he is faster Seahawks. I don't think I have any questions. I think those guys are getting their prices are baked in.
1: Yeah, DK late that uh, you know. F-
0: yeah.
1: Late fifth, early sixth. I mm-hmm. might be
0: willing to stab at it.
1: I actually kind of like Drew Locke. I think he's eventually going to take over. Yeah. Because he's just a he, he's just, he's not going to win you football games, but
0: he's going to throw the right. shit out of the ball. Yeah.
1: I, I, that's an underrated thing about Seattle. I, again, their offensive line is terrible, but they mm-hmm. will be throwing the ball probably a lot.
0: Yeah, they push it down the field with Russ. At least they did. Now, if it's Geno Smith, I think they're yeah. fucking worthless Stay offense. Away. Yeah, worthless offense. But if Drew Locke's in there, or if they trade for Jimmy G or something, then I'm back in on DK. Does anybody
1: trade for a quarterback that's coming off a of fucking shoulder surgery though? No. I don't know if he's gonna play at all this year.
0: No, I mean only person that's stafford was it's, it's gonna maybe be a team with a, with an
1: injured quarterback, is what it's gonna be. Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, there have been people that have added quarterbacks that have had shoulder injuries. I think Drew Brees is the most notable one, but it just doesn't happen yeah. very often. Um, I think we're on to Chicago Bears. I don't really have any questions there. They're priced appropriately. Herbert Late, maybe. Yeah. Um Lions. I think they're all priced pretty appropriately. Um You're not a I Hawk? guess how I guess how uh am I in? No, not in that. I end up not getting him. Cause I like him this year. I either get one of the top three tight ends or I get Dalton Schultz. I like Hawkinson's talent. Yeah. So i um, He's one of those guys
1: that I'm finding, mm. you know, a decent amount in mock drafts. Schultz is he's his price tag's getting too high.
0: It's getting up there, and I might have to revise. But if he's the sixth guy going off the board, I'm like okay, everyone, you got your five tight ends, now let's chill for a round or two, and then I'll take Don Schultz, and that's kind of how it works out. Um, yeah, Hawkinson is just like, I don't know, I'm, talent's there, opportunities there, there's not a ton of competition for targets, it's just he just hasn't fucking done it. He, did it, he does it like for one game, and they go away from him, or he gets hurt. And I'm just like, man, you can't draw targets, you can't consistently get open. What's healthy. wrong with you? Like what?
1: It's third year coming in?
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Um there's hackers. still time there.
1: Packers. Oh yeah, this is a hot one. What's your what's your question?
0: I guess my question is how do you play that receiving unit? Because you want to be attached to Aaron Rodgers. But it's Alan Lazard and Romeo Dubs and. It's Alan Lazard or Randall nothing. Cobb and, it's
1: Alan Lazard and yeah. listen, he could be a fucking top ten receiver. So could be. Don't you know? Don't yeah. don't overthink it. Like yeah. he loves him. He threw. I think he caught eight touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. He, they, you know, he's good. I, I think he's a good receiver. I don't think he's anything better than that. But Devonte Adams wasn't anything special after two years either, and we talked about that earlier. Uh, I am. I am fine with getting Alan Lazard. I think his ADP is getting a little hot for my taste, but I think he's, what, sixth, seventh round? Yeah. Seventh round seems seems reasonable for me.
0: Yeah, they're both priced so low in Lazard and uh, Dubs, Dobbs, however you say his name. I'm, like, kind of wanting to keep both. You could. If I can just play it both ways and just be like, leave leave some work to be done at wide receiver for later in the draft and uh, have them back in my head. Okay, I'm going to take Lazard. Around whatever hundred he was. Who whatever. has more
1: receiving touchdowns on that team?
0: Alan Lazard or Aaron Jones? Oof. I'm going to say Lazard. Cause he's a big son of a bitch. Well, that's a good... I, mean, cause I think Jones is going to catch probably seven or eight. He might have a crazy year. Like, that's the thing that's scaring me. Like, obviously, his he's getting shorted because A.J. Dillon. But... He might get a Najee level involvement in the passing game, and then have enough of a traditional running back role, where it's like, "Holy shit, Aaron Jones has caught seventy-five balls yeah. and got one hundred and fifty carries," and that's just a role that doesn't exist. Like that's a CMC kind of role, like it just doesn't exist. I'm
1: still curious, you know, and nobody's talking about Amari Rogers. Yeah, and I've I, but they they use him. They're, mm-hmm. He's a gadget guy, kind of. Yeah. But he, I don't, I don't, I can. there's a world where he pops this year and they, they seem to really like him. Uh, but I just don't know if Aaron Rodgers likes him.
0: Yeah. I think they just keep blocking him with like Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb and shit like that. It's just, I
1: don't, is Randall Cobb a thing anymore?
0: To Aaron Rodgers, he is. I mean, I know he requested a trade for him. Yeah. But he didn't yeah. really throw to him once he got there. No, right? he didn't. He just wanted to hang out. Um,
1: <laughs> Why don't you collect a couple million and just come hang out with me, I need <laughs> somebody to hang out with me in this boring fucking town. Yeah,
0: exactly. Vikings. Um, Jefferson makes sense. Thielen makes sense. Dalvin makes sense. I guess the things that are the opportunity zones in the Vikings are, Irv, Irv and KJ Osborne. Who's going to be the two? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. the Thielen. He could get hurt. He could. Yeah. Drop dead. I
1: still think we're over everybody. I mean, there's Irv. I I can't, I've never heard much, this much talk from a guy who's never done shit in the NFL. Not a damn thing. Not top 15, not top 20. He's done, he hasn't done, he had a couple weeks and people were just like gaga over him. Yeah. And now they're going to throw the ball more, which they are. Mm -hmm. But is that good for him or bad for him? I liked, I liked the world Mm -hmm. where they ran two tight ends and people were up on the run game. Mm -hmm. And that freed up these guys to be one on one when they ran a pass route. Yeah. I'm not so sure spreading him out is going to be good for the for Kirk Cousins in terms of winning. It's going to be great for fantasy, but in terms you know for him, but does that mean the tight end is going to be more valuable? He might be less valuable.
0: They, I think they're going to run base three wide receivers. Yeah, and so that puts KJ Osborne or a slot receiver in the mix. Uh, whatever that little white dude. Our, our slot KJs. Yeah, this year. <laughs> yeah, Hamler, Hamler and yeah. Uh, I like K.J. Osborne. I got him in a handful of leagues, and I just want to see if Thielen goes away. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Um, Falcons, (laughs) I don't even know where to begin. We already kind of went over this unintentionally. I think there is value to be had out of that offense. I just, it's so gross to sift through. Yeah. Um, Panthers. I think all of it kind of makes sense to me. Never Are you taking me. any? Yeah, you taking anybody but DJ Moore and CMC? Nope. Okay. I still, I still have some hope for Terrace Marshall that he pops the fuck off. Ingram's there at the tight end, right? No, Ingram's in Jacksonville. Oh, uh, yeah, same. Yeah, same. same. <laughs> I always will get those two confused. Same deal. Yeah, I have some hope for Terrace Marshall that he's just alive and doing well. <laughs>
1: uh, I think in reception perception, he was. The
0: lowest-rated receiver in the
1: NFL last year. I heard Harmon say that today. Yeah,
0: yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, Saints. Um, I think we kind of went over the Camara. Yeah, target competition stuff, and then Bucks. Bucks. We have to talk a second about just because there's Mike Evans, who everyone is just waiting to to die for some reason, I don't and get then. It. Chris Godwin is apparently gonna play pretty quickly. And then Russell Gage came in in the offseason because Brady called him and wanted him in. And now Julio Jones is there. This has just become a super bumblefuck when it was just gonna be Mike Evans and Russell Gage for a long time.
1: Yeah, I I I'm fine with Michael Evans. Yeah. For sure. I'm not touching the not touching Chris Godwin at his price. No way. And uh with those other two guys, just it's a dart throw. Probably it's probably wise to throw a dart at Julio Jones,
0: right? Maybe it's yeah, Brady throwing to Julio Jones.
1: This is a possibility. Yeah, this of being could, a ten touchdown year.
0: This could be a Randy Moss, Antonio Brown. What type are the chances thing. of Russell Gage doing that? Russell Gage ain't doing
1: that. He's probably not doing that. So he's good and all, but he's not. He was kind of shining when Calvin Ridley would get hurt. But yeah. you know, one of those extra guys that would be, you know, in in the in the game when Falcons are trailing by twenty one, they make a run yeah. at the end of the game, but. Huda yeah. Jones with a good offensive line, uh, we think, even if, you know... You got me worried
0: struggling. now. You got me really worried because now I'm thinking Randy Moss, Tom Brady. Antonio Brown, Tom Brady. Like, this is... Yeah. I've become worried. About Mike Evans? Just the whole thing that they're just going to, like... Light up the league? Well, yeah. I mean, they're going to... They have the most, like, high-value touches in the league already, so they're going to do that anyway, but... uh,
1: yeah, they're going yeah, to they're
0: going to splinter the wide receiver core. And I have a, I have a pretty healthy Mike Evans share, he, as everybody should. Yeah, uh, he's fallen too far. I yeah. don't know why people. He's fallen way too far.
1: I don't understand it. Like this should be the one of the biggest years of his career. With, if Godwin's coming off that ACL and Antonio Brown's not there and Julio
0: Jones like, people why? hate consistency.
1: And Tom Brady throwing five. Yeah, what the fuck?
0: they they hate if you just finish wide receiver eight every year. They fucking hate it. They can't stand it. It's like Chimera. Uh <laughs> But he's going like eight or worse
1: every year. Like He's yeah. never in the top five.
0: Right. guy that always ends up up there is drafted like 12 to 14, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and then to put a bow on the, the teams and the Bucks, Rashad White is one of my dudes that I'm going to own in every league. So just get ready for that.
1: <laughs> and you can get him almost for free. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty close.
0: Yeah. All right. Those are all the teams. We ran through them. That didn't take... That long, but do you uh, want to do a mock draft? Or do you want to get onto the positions? Probably get onto the positions. Yeah, if that's all right. Yeah, of course Does that work. Okay, fuck yeah. Let's. uh What do you want to do? Running backs next, or wide receivers, or bundle QB, tight end. do running backs. <laughs> Let's do running backs. Let's do running backs. Let's do running backs. Sorry, it makes sense.